bao. Anyway, can we go? Yeah, we can. All right. If we had a host that started things, maybe. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You, no, you bro, can't, you can I start. No, the thing is, yeah, you can. You. you can start it though. I don't really mind. We can switch this around. You want to start? <laughs> All right. Cool. This guy falls. <laughs> take it. Uh, yo, welcome to <laughs> Tales of the Plantation, Volume Twenty Six. Twenty Eight Six. Yeah, mad. Twenty Six. Uh, this is your host for the day, Babatunde. Uh, taking over from Harry. He looks fed up. He looks tired. <laughs> I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of these people. Tired of this church. <laughs> tired of this church. That's your speech. <laughs> That's a beautiful, beautiful speech. <laughs> leading you into freedom. That's uh, me, yeah. I'm leading you to freedom. Harry Tubman, I'm here, but I'm just done with these lot. Nezzy. You can follow me on um, Twitter at at Nezita N E double Z E T A. Oh, sorry, N E Z E double T A. Gotcha. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> 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 uh, hi, that. it's Buttons. Um, I'm back. You can hear me by listening to more episodes of this pod. Lovely. Hi, it's Yummy. I'm back again. And you can follow the sound of my voice. <laughs> what? Oh, Did so you hear how she said, back again? What is that? Again. I'm, I'm back, back again, again to these podcasts. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Actually, it is N-E-double-Z. No one's no one was following you anyway. It's fine. It's okay. It's even okay. No one was trying to follow you. It's okay. It's, it's okay. You'll get, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> Shout out to my fans. Shout out to that person who, on iTunes review who said that I always think I'm right. Why do you talk if you don't Shane, think you're right? Shane always oh. right. Shane never really be quiet like you. <laughs> exactly. She Shout out to that girl nothing. because you are completely right. And we told her. I'm joking. We had to I'm joking. Talk, I, appreci- I appreciate the criticism. I'm going to try and do better this podcast. She won't. What, she be won't. more real. Newsflash. No, she won't. Also, Spoiler alert. <laughs> she won't. Your handle. <laughs> In other news, she won't. Tell them your handle one more time so you can show them how you're not always right. What's my handle? I don't know. You tell oh, us. You were just telling us. <laughs> any double Z ETA. And follow me for all the right answers. You know what's funny about that? She's actually put her own name wrong. Anyway. I don't understand why that was. How dare you? Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? I didn't tell you what the right way was. The name I've been using upon the pod. You want to tell them it's not my real one? Anyway, the mess. The mess. I actually don't remember where we said we were going to start today. Leap here. Leap here. Leap here. All right. So we are recording on the 1st of March. So yesterday was a special day. For a lot of women. For a lot of women. Mm. The day when they finally got to reclaim their power and stand up as true, strong women that they are. Mm. And by stand up, I mean get down on one knee. (laughs) So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we were talking in the group about whether or not the ladies would feel comfortable to propose to their men, as is the tradition on the 29th. They are patriarchy princesses, so the answer is no. All I can say is, honestly, I'm sorry to that man. I do not know him. <laughs> I could walk past him on the street. I wouldn't even I wouldn't know who know he is. Thing. I would not know. So, because there is literally not a man on earth that would get me to go down on one. Not day. even common. 
Yeah, it's a sticky one. It's a sticky one. Not much too light like commission common. on that one. Can't, can't. <laughs> not even common. And also, common is not like at the pinnacle. No, of, he's not. Like he's, he's not. He's high no. up there, but he's not. He's not. He's like, like a. He's like a top. woke, rapping. No, no, no. He's high Good-looking, light-skinned man. Uh, <laughs> he's everything that ty- a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, would yeah, no. Understand the problem. Perfect Tyler Perry stuff. What's up? Wow. Huh? What she's like? What's his name? Cameron Jerome. I've never met a man so loving loving and light skin. (laughs) I'm dark skinned and bald, so I hate you and I hate Jesus. (laughs) Hold it right there, black skin (laughs) from Law and Order. (laughs) No, not even, not even common. It's, you know, it's, it's very mad for me. That's, that's not. mm -mm, It's a no. I'm sorry. In short, it's a no for me. Um, why? Okay, let me break this down. The patriarchy. It's just a no. <laughs> I'm going to need the rest of you that. ladies to back this up because I'm not. I'm not fully understanding. Okay, do you know what it is for me? Yeah, I have quite traditional expectations, and I think that there are some things that men should step up and do. And for me, I still see the structure of a marriage as having traditional gender roles so you're gonna <gasps> sit at home you better sit your ass at home better get <laughs> better get <laughs> <laughs> better start watching loose women boy so <laughs> if so between between me and my future husband <laughs> <laughs> between me and my husband one of us will need to stay home with the kids when they're young to me Who that you is whoever be? earns the least Ooh. So, so you don't believe if we do, yeah, it's not. Where, so let's let's keep that role, right? So in that model, yeah. In order for you to propose <laughs> to the man and take over that position as the main breadwinner, you have to earn more, right? It's impossible. So if you the proposal, so you cannot. Wait, to wait, we're gonna pause. Uh, no, no. If you're entering into it and you're saying that you want the whole thing to be fully traditional. You have to go from the start. So we're keeping that model of because he's earning less than you, he stays at home. You best get on one knee. It's impossible. Can you imagine proposing to a man that they don't even have money? The ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, Aloni would, would curse honestly, you no, I just felt would curse a little bit sick come up in my throat. <laughs> like, I cannot. I'll tell you why I wouldn't propose to a man. And the reason why I wouldn't propose to a man is because... Even when men propose to you, they still treat you like anyhow. So for me to even go and propose to a man, I feel like in a relationship, often it's the woman. Who, oh, I don't know. This sounds. I feel like okay, this is my opinion. In in, in general, women often go harder in the relationships than men. Like, I feel like women often are more forgiving, accept more rubbish, and in general. So I just feel like. Oh, what was that saying? Women men are. Tr- i just feel like in general for me to propose to a man starts off the relationship on an uneven playing field well starts off the marriage on an uneven playing field that it was already uneven because i gen i generally feel like if i just look at the most relationships and marriages i know like the women are the 
are more ca- are I'm, I'm enjoying are, this are caregivers are the, the so super I feel like the super feminists are struggling no to, no wait to, to I'm not, struggling to defend I'm not struggling the, at all the viewpoint I'm which is largely based in patriarchy no 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 I'm, I'm not do you know what I'm not struggling it's because I genuinely think largely. because men okay, because men attacked. don't I feel like I men don't please do please I don't do feel, feel attacked wait I feel like men in general I just don't feel like they love as hard that's my general opinion I don't feel like men as other times. I would back that. That's a man. And I, I so I honestly feel exactly. like if you start off proposing Hell to a man. To the no, to the no, no, <laughs> no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. I honestly, gen- I generally no, feel I, they don't love as hard. I agree with so that. So I just feel like if you propose to a man, it's like for, for a man, to, a for for a man to want to marry you, he has to love you at a certain level. And I feel like if you've got to the point where you have to propose to him, then he's not at that level where he needs to be married to you. That's my personal opinion. For for a man to love you, at, for a man to love you at me at the level that I need to be loved in order for me to be in a good relationship. The very him, least, the he very could least do. he could do is propose. Okay, and men propose. Many propose when they don't even like that much, just to keep them around. Literally. So for me to have to go to lengths to actually propose to you, it's very wild. It's very wild, especially with all the social convention. Men don't really like to be a lot of men because they are steeped in patriarchy. Don't like to be masculated like that. So for him to be cool with me proposing to him, the whole thing is just a bit messy. Like I'm just. That's not, what I was gonna I'm say. Like it. if you if the reason why you can't pro- propose to a man is because you can't marry a man who's okay with being proposed to. That's it. Basically. <laughs> 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 Do you know what? In a very succinct way. Yeah. These you. two that are scrambling over in the corner. <laughs> forget it. <laughs> What kind of man is that? Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. No, no, I don't want to say that. No, wait, wait. Why that. are we sitting here being attacked? Will you, would you like to be, would you have liked to be proposed to? I think I would. No. Do you know Boys, why, right? You know Boys. why? I can say this as, as an experience. Twitter. Excuse me. No. Let me explain. It's not wokeness at all. This is me spending the last year, two years? Two years having all of our friends and family being like, Oh my God, let me see the ring. Oh, let me see this. Let me see that. And I'm not getting any attention. Me too. From the moment I went down on my mm. knee, I became fiance. Where's it's my true. attention? <laughs> Give true. me my ring. It's even I mean, true. It's voice. even true. It's you even can't. true. I want that. Like, so it's that you're crying over. All right, get him a ring cry- then. Show me your ring. <laughs> Sorry, is that, is that violent? Let me okay, come off the fence. Right. Wow. wow. Let me come off, right, let me come off the fence. Right, right, right. Wow. Let me come wow. off the fence. And this is, this this is, is exactly why you can't propose. Do you see it as a host? Do you see that? Yeah. I, I, I never did that to you. This femphobia. Mark my words. 806. The next hour, you will not see 9 o'clock. Now he's marriage shaming people. Wow. Marriage shaming, that's a new one. Like and this this is though. a man who you haven't even proposed to. What if you propose to a man? How's he gonna chat to you then? Listen to, <laughs> listen to me. Yeah, me. You are, you are, no, can't like, can't like. I would, I would 100 percent move. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's why I said least of all would I propose to a black no. man. If you can propose to a black man, black can man? we all never yeah, yeah. So you'd rather propose yeah. to a white man? Yeah. No, listen, no. listen to me. The energy that black men come with in <sighs> life. If you propose to a black man. He will roast you for the rest My of your life. Said, you will, and I, this is you know, one. She said, and exhibit A, here we have a specimen that has not been proposed to. Let's <laughs> us, let us imagine had he been proposed to. Can you imagine? Yeah, you propose to a guy. Up. Just be, be prepared for the rest of your life. Hold your tongue. And not only that, but his you boys as well. Nothing black again. men. Imagine mm. a group of black men knowing that your girl He's proposed mad. to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You know what? I can't. I can't. Like, I would. Time, I would. I would I'm move sorry. very mad. Anytime like, the number of times. Happens. 
Do you know? Do you know how many? If you if we got into an argument and you were and you were and you were getting on my nerves. I'll take, my, I'll take my ring off. Yeah, and take, take, back ring then, take, take back your ring then. Take back your ring. And then what? And then she's meant to propose again. <laughs> no, I should just like, make it up. Make it, please take it and uh, put my ring yeah. back Any little thing you say, say oh, why mad. did you propose do you know, then? Do you know why I would move mad? It's because it's what you women do. No, in that no, not, yeah, no, it's wild. No, it's you wild. need to consult Sorry, your Harry. own fiance on that. Do what do you mean? I Wait, Harry, I've never taken off. Say. I've never taken off. I've never taken off. Harry's, Harry's secretly trying to unplug his mic. <laughs> Harry, you would like to be proposed to? <clears throat> would I like to be proposed to? Um, no, because I'm perfectly happy with admitting that there's certain aspects of patriarchy that I'm cool with. This is one of them. Beautiful, many, beautiful. Many, uh, many aspects I'm not, <laughs> but. I would like to propose, like, I would like to propose to my girlfriend. Size. I think that's sweet. But I do think, if a a woman's in a very... Listen and learn. Harry, if you'd like, we could, could, let's use this scenario, let's let's use this opportunity. Are you trying to say something here? (laughs) 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 On a podcast, you know. This this is the time or the place. Wow. This is uh, not the right place no. before the right see, I, time. I, I reckon even if even if you did everything else right, you could mess it up just by being yeah, like... Oh my goodness. That could be the end of a relationship, to be honest. I'm not gonna, I've seen some proposals in some, in Bro, some places and I thought, uh-oh. You weren't oh, ready. No. But you, you know thinking. what? If there's ever a reason to propose to a man, it's one thing is to know that the proposal will be done, done right. Correct. That's yeah. the only reason. That's the only way to yeah, do it. Yeah, it's true. I w- a woman I mean, I would not, not propose to a man incorrectly. But maybe pro- plan exactly. Your, maybe Wait, plan sorry, your own. Huh? Maybe oh, plan your true, own proposal. True. No, that's dead. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, but I'm that's saying you could. I'd rather Thank plan you. my own proposal than me no, actually no, no, proposing. I'll, I will have planned my own proposal to a certain extent, but not in an overt way. Like you will know the things that you definitely should not do. Like no, what? I'm saying, like, give like him what? Pointers and instructions, rather than me actually proposing to him. Just be like, I'm ready for you to propose. Yeah, you're, you're gonna say that. I'm ready, kind of I'm ready for you to propose, Love and it, this is kind of like how I want it to go. <laughs> that's no, preferable. No, I wouldn't be that. that. No, I, I'm not saying I want to do that, but I'm saying if I had to choose, if I had to choose between, I'm not gonna lie. If I said that to me, if you had to choose between, if you had to choose between, if you had to choose between proposing to a man or doing that. I would still, I'd rather do that than propose to a man. Yeah, but they're oh, yeah, both I'd bad. I'd rather do most yeah. things than propose exactly. to a man. I'd rather, I'd rather troll the, the bottom of the Atlantic. But if you're like going to say, oh, I'm ready for you to propose, to I'm never doing why I'm not ready. propose yourself? You've already said you want to marry them. What's the difference? Oh. No, oh. it's no. different. Nope. Because nah. he doesn't have to act on it. He could just be like, And then nah. that's even worse. Imagine no, it's not. It's better because it tells you exactly what's in his heart. Like, he doesn't want to marry you. I'm ready for you to propose. Yeah, you can find out through a proposal. Because if he doesn't get down on a knee on the spot, it's all a bit sticky. What do you mean? If I turn around to you to say, oh, I'm ready for you to propose now, and he doesn't say, no, he's not going to do that because he's going to want to plan it properly. So, what am I meant to do? Live the next how many days, weeks, Exactly. Yeah, that's part of the surprise. I don't want to do it right now. How is it surprise? What surprise? Because I don't know exactly he's going to do it. Or if he's going to do it at all. I don't understand how people get proposed. That's part of the surprise. Is he judge or not? I told him this now. Is he ever going to propose or is he just going to leave me alone? He's going to walk out. I'm not trying to tell you. Are you telling me that when your man proposes to you, you're not going to know like roughly that it's going to happen? Because for me, I don't want anyone to propose to me. First of all, you should have proposed to me if you haven't spoken to my parents. And I feel like between the two of them, they are North and South Pole, you will get two different answers. If you if you can get a yes out of them, then boy, what what more isn't that quite a patriarchal thing as well, they having to speak to your parents? It's, um, it's so not patriarchal. I don't you think have to it's patriarchal because for me you would have to speak to probably my mum more than my dad. 
I mean, yeah, you have to speak to my but dad. Isn't that but... still an aspect of patriarchy? Because it is a thing about the woman in the house in the household being like the not the property, but kind of almost like the responsibility. No, no, tran- it'd be, it would be it would be opposite if you would if you were the one doing the proposals. Facts. Huh? So if you were to <laughs> propose, I'm saying, you'd have to go and speak to my parents. But I don't think women do that. That's what I'm saying. Because I don't think women... Then they are rude and motherless. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. I don't fully understand. So you're saying, as well as me getting on one knee, I must go and ask your parents permission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As well as humiliating myself, I must go and ask permission. No, women don't do that, guys. I'm pretty sure women who propose in the leap year don't go and ask the parents. No, but the thing is, it's not necessarily... And that, the reason is because women are not, men are not seen as transferable property and items in the same way that women are. No, but here's the, here's the thing. That when, is when, a point. Yeah, but when we talk they about... They're not seen as that. that but when point. we talk about the asking the parents, to me, it's not necessarily a, uh, can I? It's, I'm informed, like, I'm informed. Yeah, yeah, but it's all it's not, it's in not, the it's history just, yeah. of women's No, the history, is a, the history is of that. But again, like I say, with some aspects of patriarchy I like, this is an aspect I like in which I'm telling you, like, obviously, if they were to say no, I'm still going to do it. But oh, you, would you? <laughs> facts. What do you mean? What? So, so what? I built up all this thing, and you say no, you can't marry my daughter. What? I was supposed to say okay then. What? Are you mad? That's why you, there's no point. I didn't put all this money so and effort. I didn't put all this money, time, and effort in for nothing. So you no, should. No, I'm marrying ask. somebody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm marrying somebody. Right, you're another daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trust me. You better have a, 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 Rachel, a, a Rachel in the closet, like a Leah Rachel. You better have a Rachel in the closet. I can marry, but I married somebody. <laughs> 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 no, I definitely do think it. it the whole asking people is, is definitely. Is, is, I don't think it works the other way around because women are not seen in the same way as men. Like, men are not seen as, as belonging to the family in a way that you have to, like, release them to somebody else's protection. So, why would I. To ask a, um, somebody's. Like, a man's dad for his hand in marriage just seems a bit weird. Any man. Any man's dad who allows you to propose to his son. He even tells you further you shouldn't marry him because yeah. his family don't respect him. <laughs> so, so, so we, we we laugh a lot about this, but it's 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 a bit telling, right? Mm. Just how much mm. of the how much of the system that we claim to dislike so strongly. First of all, no, one, I never made that claim. <laughs> I, I just, this is the thing. I That's think I think people get confused. Like when we talk about systems of patriarchy and, and oppression. That is not necessarily to say that every single thing that has ever happened within patriarchy is something that we hate, right? Yep. I don't think all women would say that. Just like if a woman says, I want to be taken on a date, that is a, that's a patriarchal thing, right? I don't, not- I don't see, yeah, I agree with that because I don't see how me saying I would like to be proposed to subverts me saying I want to like- not be <laughs> a stay-at-home mum. Like, I don't know why those two things can't Or like, you don't want to be a victim of sexual violence. Yeah, we don't like, want to get paid less. It's yeah, like, exactly. well, like, if, uh, you either get, get, so you either if, get so one so day, if I'm or poor, you must be face. sexual hara- sexually harassed, <laughs> yeah. paid like less. Some bits like, of like, I, disagree, I disagree, actually. I feel like it depends. If your premise is that patriarchy is bad, then, then the whole system of patriarchy is because it sees women as inferior to men. Inferior to men, commodities, and also not able to like, make decisions in the same way that men are. So I just feel like if you're saying that patriarchy is bad, all those things like asking your parents hand in marriage, um, but does that feel him proposing to, to you? Does that feel down to dates? Asking someone? On yeah, a date? even things like even things like him paying for the date. Well, actually, I have my own spin on that because I feel like it's compensation for the fact that you'll lose a section of your career from having a baby, and it's making up for that money. <laughs> that's how I. That's why I see it as. So. Well, if you <laughs> Huh? I can't what if even. you never have a child? Yeah, but, uh, but most, for most women, 
A lot, a lot of women, they will have a child. But what if you never have a child? Do you go, yeah, you go rummy back my penis? <laughs> yeah, but the point is, you... Huh? <laughs> Are you going to rummy back my penis? You owe me... By that time, you're I'm keeping every no, receipt. It's not wait, even, hold on, wait, it's not even wait, about just wait, having wait, children. Wait. Even when they do the estimation of the labour that's divided in the household between men and women, and mm-hmm. they've done surveys on it, women do a much larger share of that labour. So even without the child, the woman's already doing more labour than you in the house. So I just see it. As yeah, they say that the job of a wife, the job of a wife, all the jobs that a wife picks up traditionally mm-hmm. in the household mm-hmm. equates to a salary mm-hmm. of. Is it a hundred and fifty? Hundred and fifty. I want to know. A wife yeah. or a mother? Mother, yeah. Wife. Mm-mm. No, but even a wife. A wife. Because if you have, if you have a hundred and fifty G's a year. No, it, de- it depends. Based on a, based on what? I'm a fine. What about no, like the salary I'm of a cleaner? Fine. The salary of a personal chef? No, the salary come on, of a, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing it all at the same time, bro? No, but you're doing it within a week. Say, for example, your man, your your guy doesn't cook. Yeah. Doesn't do his own laundry. No, what about the DIY though? What about all those kind of things? No, like, no, no, no. Scrap it, scrap it. Hold on, hold on. Harry, when's the last time you did DIY? Hold up. So how did that light in your bedroom get changed? Huh? Did I change it or did you change First it? First of all, that wasn't DIY. That's what do you mean? Do it yourself. That's What's the definition of DIY? Define me DIY. Okay, okay, what does it, it stand for? What does it stand for? What does it stand for? Hold on. Someone tell me what it stands for. Let's put it out to the people. How many of you have ever called in somebody to change your light bulb? I'm not going to lie. I no. do know people. Well, you that called task, me into your room to change your light bulb. How many of you have called an outside member of, as in like a some electrician to change your light bulb? Still Listen, I so hold up, so hold up. The smoke alarm. The smoke alarm. How did that get changed? Huh? Smoke alarm. How did that get changed? Did you? Do I didn't it? ask you to change the smoke alarm. Um, Harry, did Harry. Oh, okay, so now because I'm, de- I'm not. Te- I, you didn't ask me to do that. Wait, 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 wait. A battery and a light bulb. A battery. I'm not eating my words. No, no, you're eating something though. Yeah. I'm sick. And Harry cooked. So please add that to your. Uh, add that to my. Uh, add that to my salary. Add that to your all, I'm say, all I'm saying is, if you add that to my list. all I'm saying is, if you speak the traditional gender roles, I'm saying there are certain things that men are more like, for instance, DIY or gardening that or they, certain they, they things did, that they do. They've done surveys and analysis of the share. So it's not saying that men don't do any DIY in the house, but the share of the jobs in the house are disproportionately. Disproportionately, women do at the lion's share of a lot. I'm of not saying. I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not so saying. So what I'm saying is. For me personally, I don't see anyone paying as a day. To be honest, I don't. I don't really think about it that calculated. But I'm saying, if somebody was to challenge me, as people are doing now, on how you someone can pay for a date, I'd be like, technically, I know that throughout the course of a relationship with somebody long term, if I have children, I'm going to lose. If it was my personal salary, I'm going to lose that significantly financially. I personally don't see it as my own personal salary because okay. I think once you get married, it's yours. You're together. It's like an hour thing, not a mine and his thing. But if you want to be technical about it. I think you can argue yeah, but it that way. What I'm saying is you have to do both at the same time. So what you're talking about dismantling systems of patriarchy. So if you dismantle it, it would mean that in terms of going on dates, that would be equal. In terms of household duties, that would be equal. Sure. In terms of like, the only thing that but wouldn't be equal yet. is... Yeah, okay, exactly. So it, that's why someone can say, I want a man to take me on a date or I want a man to propose. Because really the main systems of patriarchy, like the main thing that... Okay, this is from my opinion as a privileged man. I would say that women are more happy with proposals and less happy with gender equal gender pay i feel like that's probably something that they care about dismantling and proposals they just think well i'm still cool with that yeah, i feel, everyone I feel likes like it, and, I, and, I, and i feel like in a system of patriarchy you can i this in a system where patriarchy is not a thing i still believe that you could have that and just say you know what we don't like we're not doing the rest of it but this thing will keep i don't see why that can't be the 
personally, I don't see why that can't be the case. Um, yeah, I don't see why that can't be the case. Because you either. can bring about a new society where there are still certain things that men do or women do. Mm. That's not a problem. It's more the problem that how like how we view women and what they're forced but to do. But isn't that all play into it? Like the whole reason why women, more women don't propose. So do you think if society changed, that it would even out that it would be about 50-50? That like more like That's women true. would start proposing to men. I would never, but I think maybe. <laughs> but like, I, I feel, no, I don't think so because because I think there's so many people that think that like you. I feel like so many people. Will think yeah, but like maybe that's because of how we've been conditioned. Like think about it. Like 50 years ago, most women wouldn't go out to work in the same way that all of us in this room do, or they wouldn't have delayed delayed marriage or delayed children in the same way that we have. But we're all we're all not like we're what late 20s. So we haven't had kids yet. So all right. So what I'm good. Yeah, looking to looking to shift it. Anyone on Twitter, get at Nezzy, get at Harry, get at me. The rest of them you know, haven't joined the Twitter wave yet. Let us know what you think. Would you be ready to propose to your man? Or would you be ready for your woman to propose to you if patriarchy was dismantled and everything was about equality? Do you think there'd ever be a time we hit that? Now, on the topic of weddings... I think uh, the one of the one of the biggest biggest hits on uh, the Twitterverse and social media has, of course, been Netflix's "Love Is Blind." I'm checking out. Don't check out. I am head out. Don't check out. <laughs> so, for anyone for anyone who's unaware, the concept of "Love Is Blind" was the idea that you could potentially fall in love with somebody that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with without ever seeing them. So. I'm going to open it up to the floor. First, wow. <laughs> this is why we don't eat while we're recording. Embarrassing. <laughs> Listeners. You're embarrassing and shameful. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Disgusting. It's just dropping food everywhere. Um, so is love blind? Is love blind? Can be. Can you marry someone that you've never seen before? I think you could Within six fall weeks in love of with God and you have never seen him before. Uh, Did you go to marry him? Uh, with, <laughs> that's, what, that's what baptism is. With six, within six <laughs> weeks? Yeah. Yeah. It could be in a simple second. Anyway, you sorry. are so annoying. <laughs> I, I think you can... You can... You can I, I do, maybe I work, I work, fall I, I in wish love I, with them. In five days, though. They, they had 10 days. They had time. 10 days. But I don't think you should marry them. Why? Hmm. Because I think that's not enough time to understand the true complexities of somebody. Are you sure? Because yeah. some of those couples, like Janina showed her full range of complexity in that yeah. six-week pr- process. <laughs> I Wait, feel like Janina? there was more. Who was Janina? The blonde, the blonde one who um the Venezuelan. Oh yeah, Gigi, the Gigi. one who called herself Caramel, and that was a bit suspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was like Ebony and Ivy. She was like chocolate caramel white, and I was like, do you know what? Caramel, I would, which I would argue that she didn't show her full range because she showed a variety, yes, but we have not seen her seen normal. Nothing yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have not seen her normal. Ego, my point stands. That's funny. I, I just think, yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't marry them. But I think I would be open to falling in love like that. Would I do the show? No, but. 
I think love could be blind, but love is not stupid. Okay, but what do you mean by that? Like, because that in itself. Because the 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 there's the not sh- not stupid. I shouldn't say that, but the naive bit of it is the marriage, like taking that marriage step. I think you can fall in love, and that's all cute and everything, but that taking it that step to marriage so quickly for me is a red flag. But this, this, this is what I'm not under- so. But if you go on, yeah. Where's where's the red flag in it? The, because because it's naive. It's not enough time to know that you to commit your whole life. That's a f- you know that's to a, that's marrying that's one person that you've known for ten days. So that um, is the question. And what um, is what is the what is the minimum? So because we know there's people who get married within months of knowing each other, and they go on to live fruitful, super happy amazing lives together what are you counting as that minimum what's the threshold before it stops being naive i think it depends how old you are and what life stage you're both at but loosely i would say couple of years two years you have time Mm. like that buttons Mm. yeah okay Ladies? Mm. I'll let Yemi go. Um, I don't know. I I'm not paying y- attention. To be honest, Yemi's too young. Yemi's too young to be thinking of marriage anyway. So That's a lie. Focus on your books. <laughs> <laughs> First your front. <laughs> I don't I don't really think the premise the premise of the show I don't it's not really a problem. You can I mean arranged marriages happen. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not all disastrous. They're, uh, they're not even any more disastrous than planned marriages and marriages after three years of dating. So, you know. How are we measuring that, though? I don't know if we know they're any more disastrous. I know the divorce rate isn't... I think it's lower in arranged marriages, but that a lot of that could be to do with like a lot of the communities where they have arranged marriages are very, like... Anti-divorce. Yeah, anti-divorce and also communities very tight knit and like divorce is quite shameful and there's like a lot, probably like quite a bit of pressure to like save face. So we don't know how the state of those marriages actually are. Is there is there a state of marriage that? Well, there is, but I'm asking you what it is that would say you should you should get divorced. I'm a Christian, so from my perspective, I feel like anything can be overcome with God. But I think obviously, apart from I'm talking excluding like adultery or whatever but yeah i would say like obviously an unhappy marriage if you're in an unhappy marriage then that's not just because you're not divorced doesn't mean that i wouldn't say that's a like marriage in itself is not an indicator of success like if the marriage yeah. is not unhappy so but i would I... say we live in a pro-divorce culture okay especially in america i think divorce is becoming a lot more um common and it is a lot more people are more likely to get a divorce whereas arguably back in the day they might have quote unquote worked through it Mm. i think that for some people marriage doesn't have the same sort of sanctity or like it's not upheld in the same way that it once was so divorce culture is becoming a lot more common like there is a rise of people having 
divorce parties and all the other events that come off the back of um, so divorce parties yeah yeah people have divorce parties like because they're like well basically why should i be mopey like i've moved on to something that was a negative thing in my life yeah it's about reclaiming and fighting against the social stigma of of divorce saying that you're like especially as a woman yeah and it's about reclaiming your identity and all the empowering things that come with that. So I, I would say that culture is very much on the rise. I think it's a lot more prevalent in America, but also that could just be because there's more people there. But hey ho. So for for me personally, like that's where that's where I come in at it from. I just think five days is way too short. I don't think you can fall in love with somebody in five days. I just don't think. I don't think you can love somebody. Do you need to... I don't think you can love somebody in that romantic way in terms of loving... For me, to to love somebody is to have a knowledge of what what that thing is. Like, I can't say I love this bowl, but I don't really know what the bowl... But so do you know what I mean? Like, so I think... I want to say I love this meal, but I've never tasted it. I just feel like if you you love somebody, you have to have a a level of... Oh, taste and see. Oh, taste and see. Lord, it's good. I feel like you have to have a knowledge of the thing, the object of your love for it to really be love. Who's to say what the span of that knowledge is? Like, I could... You could very much look at that bowl and say, having never tasted what's inside it, I love this bowl. I love the idea of this bowl. I love that this bowl is here when I'm hungry. But that's the key thing. I love the idea of this bowl. Right, right, right. So, but that is still a, like the starting point to love. Yeah, but that's not like to me, the idea of something and what something is. And that's a problem because you can, when you start dating, you do love the idea, especially in the first couple of weeks or months, you love the idea of the person. But then it's like, as you get to know them, you realize actually like, maybe I don't like, I don't actually love who you are because right. what I thought you were and what you actually are are two different things. So what I'm saying is you can fall in love with a projection of somebody in five days, but I don't think you can fall in love with who they are because I just don't think you've had enough time to know who they are. So what I'm saying is you you, you might love the idea of the, the, the food or whatever. You might love the, the look of it because you can see it already. You can yeah. smell it already. But yeah, you're right. You haven't tasted it already. So you don't know the full extent you couldn't say that you which is why i would say it's too short to get married because you do not have an understanding of the full extent yeah. of what is in the bowl but if you but i think you can say there from what you do know that you have a, a love for it you have a strong attraction to it you are very much interested in getting to know it more like i think that is possible in, a, is short, that love, in a short space of time is that, is i think it's how love starts attraction i, I like, think it's how love starts yeah. like love to me grows mm-hmm. and it has to start from something and it might start from something really um minuscule or minute it might start from something that is purely um superficial it might just be the look of it it might just be a feeling of it or an idea of it and then it grows and it grows and it grows. But I don't think we can say that, oh, because because you've not tasted it or because you've not done all these other stuff that you can't love it fully. You might love it a little bit, but I would say you... you, you... <laughs> Stopped yeah. in your traps. You know I mean? Like, okay, so just to, just to hold it there, though, one of the things that I saw about this that was... was an interesting question for me was just how much it took people out of their typical types. So, for example, oh, one of the f- and Cameron. Lauren and Cameron, right? The the basically the most 
popular couple on the show. Harry, yeah, stop rolling your eyes. Well. Stop rolling They're your the eyes. They're the only couple that were worth watching, basically. Actually, well, actually, no. no I wouldn't no, say no, that. Because no. everyone else was entertaining. Davina. No, Diamond and... Carlton. Carlton Ooh, that were was worth watching. They were worth Baby. watching. And I would not have you said anything. They were else. worth watching. How? We can get on to that in a minute. <laughs> I don't think we will. Why not? I don't think we no, will. I don't care when we talk about Harry's that. Harry's giving me that red flag today. He's waving it. Um, no, but like the, the, the question I was asking was, do you think if you ended up in an experiment like that, bearing in mind that it is very different, like I'm hearing what you're saying, five days feel short, blah, blah, blah. But it's very different from a normal five days where, you know, you're going about living your your life, you're going to work, you're seeing friends, yeah. you're mixing with other people. That is a very intense uh, five, 10 days where they were spending up to 16 hours a day dating. Mm-hmm. Like they're whole just talking to yeah. each other for basically all of their waking moments. And that's a bad way to date. Yep. That's exactly why I don't think you could, do you think you could love somebody. That's like it's a, such an artificial environment because we don't we don't exist in that environment in our day to day lives. The world that we exist in and the world that you're going to have to face the pressures from is your real day to day life. So which dating, is which is why they take it out though. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, but falling in love with somebody, like the pressures of day to day life, are actually what bring that's what, what brings out like different aspects of people's like personalities and characters. So you can't see somebody's range of their character and personality if you don't have those pressures. No, but hold on, hold on. But what they've done in the show is they've said, okay, if you can build something without those pressures there, mm-hmm. if you can build something and then you start adding those pressures back in, then you're testing whether what you've built lasts. I think that is an interesting way to approach it i, I don't think okay, you can I say yeah, i don't think you could say that that is like completely unrealistic i think actually it does make a lot of sense it's like a lot of um couples who are going through issues no that doesn't make sense couples who are going through issues to do with like social media or online personalities you'll cut that out you'll cut out that pressure if you've got if you've got somebody that's struggling with alcoholism, you cut out that pressure. So I think that's a perfectly valid way to do you because because Jessica definitely needed help. Side so, note. so she okay. Messica is things. a Messica needed a lot. Messica. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I knew more friends called Jessica. Harry rest. Is like the best <laughs> phrase to come into my life. Um, Personally, I could go on for another hour on this topic. Can we talk, can we please talk about Diamond and Carlton? No, I can think, we actually? Though I no, think Harry's gonna sorry, kill himself. We need, to. <laughs> we need <laughs> to. Because do you know what? Do you know what is wild? All I want to say, all I want to say about this, Harry's yeah, left the room. All I want to say about the building is the fact that Cameron. No, what's the name? Carlton. Carlton. That we saw in the pod. Mate, versus Carter when he put on that hat. What happened? Who was that? Who was that? That was like um, what's in, what's that movie or film where they put on a hat? I don't know. It's like useful. Jekyll and huh? Hyde. Really, really good, really good description. <laughs> yeah, that movie when they put <laughs> on a hat. The mask. Uh, you think of the mask? So yeah, something like that. Where yeah, like the mask where he just or like you just completely transformed. Honestly. Because even when he first started, I was literally like, who is that? <laughs> and then it came up on the screen 
I was like, Carlton, but this isn't right. Was it? And he was chewing on that toothpick. Yeah. I was like, yo, what's going, what is wrong with him? And she, bless her, really tried to hold it together. See? Because she knew. Because you know Wait. what? When a guy does a switch up on you, you sense it. You walk into the air, you're just like, yeah. uh, mm, finger in the air. No, I can feel it. So yeah. I'm, something's not right yeah. here. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. But she held her own. She was still doing a, mm-hmm, everything okay? Anything you want to talk about? Mm-mm. To, to link it back, Carlton's definitely the type of guy that could not handle being proposed to. Why? Which one's huh? Carlton? The one we are literally about? just talking about. Yes. Oh yeah, you're right. Because yes. he would absolutely throw it back in your face. Yes. Hundred percent. He he would not. That would not go down well. No. Do you I, know who else wouldn't like being proposed to? <laughs> the Barnett. Nothing Barnett. No, 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 he would like Barnett. it. Be cool. The um the one who's dating the black girl. Oh, Cameron. Yeah, he wouldn't. He couldn't handle it. Are no, I think sure? he could handle it. I think no. he just wouldn't like it because he's so much of a gentleman. He wouldn't like it. I think he could handle it no, though. He I think it'd be quite. Damien wouldn't handle it. Damien wouldn't handle it. What I would know, but can we please say like everybody was calling? Okay, when Di- when Diamond when when Carlton first told her that he was bi, yeah, I feel like her reaction. I personally think was quite. I thought she had a quite good reaction because she didn't. Her flip reaction out. was absolutely brilliant. I think it was very good because she didn't flip out. I looked in her eye and I I saw. <laughs> What like my soul spoke to her soul, and we both knew. We both we knew. both yeah. knew, but she done quick quick maths. Yeah, she was like two twos. I'm on national TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's how we're gonna play this one out. And you know what, sis? I hear you. I cannot fault her. No, she no, even she, she even stroked his back. His back. I was <gasps> like, girl. Do you know what? It's you know, is that, is that that me? Which is like gross. <laughs> I was like, gross. I was literally like, look at her sister. Shining. I was so proud. Shining. She literally rubbed his back and was like, I'm just, I just want you to be, I was like, wow. I just want you to be okay. I have never known model. such a selfless act. <laughs> I have never known such selflessness. And you know what? Over my dead body will I ever. No, well, we're gonna we're gonna catch that. We're gonna catch that over over Button's dead body is the last line you will hear no, on just, Love no, Is no, Blind. No, no, no. I, I take that back. I take that back. The funniest thing was when she started quoting Beyonce lyrics on her way out. Because <laughs> at first I was just like, I was like. I was literally like, sis, e- exit left, exit left. She's like, you stop. ain't married to no <laughs> average, like, average beep boy. And I was just like, I didn't know, I didn't know that lyric. So I, I was just like, why? The moment I was she like, started, I'm confused. I was like, I'm like, they're not married yet. Oh, babes, like you had, you were on such a pedestal. I was like, they're not married yet. And then somebody's like, why it's, is that my question? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> this topic, this topic, I think we're done. Love is Blind is phenomenal if you haven't watched it. No, okay, so hold up. Oh, oh, he's hold alive. Up. No, no, no. But if you're going to talk about that, then you need to present the other side of the argument, right? Which so is? So the issue is with this whole, I don't know their names. I don't care about their names. Uh-huh. Diamond and Carlton. Whoever they are. I don't mean I know who's the, who's like the guy, who's the girl. I don't know. But whoever it is, she right? Shooting star we see. Sorry, come on. We've, we've not heard There's a reason anymore. why that girl waved that review. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the reason the, the reason why this thing has been such a furor is because people are saying that this girl, Diamond, is biphobic or woman, sorry, is biphobic. What because the heck is biphobic? she wouldn't 
do we have to educate you on everything? It's really <laughs> simple. Do you have, no, but... A phobe, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what they're saying. No, as in biphobia, just basic, like... Yeah, because there might be people listening who actually generally don't know. I've not come across the term. No, no, no. I'm not, How can I'm, you no, no. I was, bu- I was buzzing. You know, I'm going to read the actual definition from, because uh, I know I would think it means, but on Wiki- on Google it says aversion towards bisexuality and towards bisexual people um, as a social group or as individuals. It can take the form of denial that bisexual bisexuality is a genuine sexual orientation or of negative stereotypes about people who are bisexual. Basically. But I think that so was absolutely not what she was saying. Her, okay. She was mad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna she... pause you there. This is Harry's time. Is Harry, go time. ahead, You're brother. Right. So essentially, <laughs> don't let the women stop is, you. This so is patriarchy. Guys, this, this is, is patriarchy city still. I don't even know if I'm gonna let this bit go out, but I just have to. This is just the. Don't just, censor this bit. No, no, no. I, there, I'm talking. I'm talking. Oh, what you're saying? So no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm saying what the facts are. The facts are, the people like women would have an issue dating by men because for inst- the the reason why is because they just think if a man is with another man, he's gay. Whereas that it doesn't, is it doesn't absolutely not what that's she said. That's absolutely not true. Huh? That's absolutely not. That's absolutely not. First of all, <coughs> no, no, I'm not. No, okay. I don't oh, want so to argue on whether it's true or not. I'm going to say that's not what she <laughs> said. What she no, said. that's not what she said. What that's did she say? What, what did she, she say? said? That's what not she, what, what she, she presented. No. What did she say? It's about what she said and what she presented was being frustrated with the fact that he hadn't been honest or transparent about something. That was, was obviously so fundamental. a very big part of his life. Yeah. No, it's not that it's something that happened in the past and was disregarded. It is something that he has it's let fester and he yeah. has held within himself. So it's a big part of his life that he's not been honest with. That's a very valid point to make. That is not about being bi, trans, whatever, phobic. No, 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 no. okay, no, but can I, yeah, about okay. Be, like, it could be pro-honesty. Take it away. It could have been that he had a child. It could have been that he'd been in prison before. It could have yeah. been any of those things. It could have been, but it's just something that was fundamentally so important that before somebody proposes to you, so remember the stage they were at the relationship. It wasn't before a proposal. It was, they were now engaged. Cool. So maybe, so what I'm saying is maybe for her, that's not the case. I'm saying for many other people, the issue is, if it's that way around, the guy's gay. Whereas, That's another another people, yeah. another way around is, if it's guys, if a, if a woman has had a sexual experience with another woman, guys would probably think, oh, it's kind of hot, cool with it. It's not big. It's not that big a deal. Isn't that but a man's problem though? Huh? Isn't that a men's issue? Because if for a woman, for women, if a man slept with another man, they they they're gay basically. But it's men who think that if a woman slept with another woman, they're not necessarily gay. Yeah, women no, no, don't yeah, but think that. No, it's because me- so it's, it's because I think there's more men that would be they would be they would be comfortable with it because in society, two women are seen as like, oh, that's kind of hot. Yeah, like, but blah, I'm saying blah, blah, that's, blah. that's that's yeah, yeah. men's. So what I'm what I'm saying is, and I'm not I'm not commenting on the I'm not even commenting on the rights and wrongs of it. I'm just saying this these are the facts. But I don't I know, think I, know, I, know, I, know, I don't think it's irrational for women to think that. The reason I don't think it's irrational for women to think that is because there's more of a stigma especially in the black community, about a black man being gay than there is about a woman being gay. So it's, so it's actually not irrational for a woman to think that a, a man, especially maybe in the black community, who says he's bisexual, is, it has not fully come to terms with his sexuality yeah. and is not fully comfortable with the idea of being gay. I'm not saying... And, and, especially and, and, if it's something you neglected to share. Yeah, especially it's something you neglected to share. And I'm not saying... And I understand why bisexual people become very frustrated that people think that. But I'm saying it's not irrational for a woman to, for a woman to be concerned Especially in a community like our community where 
a lot of men are not where they're where there's and even especially in America where things like the download but men not being open and whatever and there's idea of men not being able to come out of the closet that so especially a black woman would be concerned that a man who presents himself as bisexual is doing it on a pathway to eventually coming out as gay or as saying that not being fully comfortable with his own homosexuality. That is not a crazy thing. And I understand why bisexual people find that frustrating. I completely understand that. But it's not, it's not, a woman saying that is not crazy for having that concern. It's just not crazy. I just, people are acting like you're biphobic. I didn't say anybody is crazy. No, I know you're not saying that, but I'm saying people are acting like women are biphobic for questioning whether a man who says he's bisexual is actually gay. And I'm saying, Yes, I can understand it. In a, if, a, if it was a society where everybody was very open and comfortable being themselves, then that is biphobic. But when, when you're in a society where we're already seeing Philip Schofield is how many ever years old and has just come out hey. as gay, then yeah. how can you act like a woman shouldn't have the right to be like, mm, are you sure that you're bisexual and you're not just saying this on because you're not fully comfortable with yourself? It's not a wild question to ask. Was Philip Schofield bi- bisexual? No, but I'm saying... it. No, as it was, he, did he claim by? No, I don't think he, he did out? before. But I, but oh. there have been cases yeah, of, of that happening. Your point. There, oh. there are cases of men who claim to be bisexual and then eventually they say, actually, I'm not. I'm actually. Yeah, yeah no, so so so, so to my happens. yeah, but so yeah. so to my mind though, in the black community, it doesn't make sense. Like if you say you're bisexual, you may as well, if you're actually gay, you may as well just say you're gay. At that no, no, point. I, I like, no, <laughs> no one's gonna be like, oh, you're bisexual, so you're not actually in the black <laughs> community. People just think you're gay, and that's that's what I'm that's what that's what I'm saying. So if you say you're bisexual. Unlikely, probably. Like, no, I, I, I would agree with that. I, if you you're say you're bisexual. bisexual, you're bisexual. If you say you're gay, you're gay. That's it. Mm. And I do think it's nah. even in some certain men's spaces, like they might be more. I don't know, but I can imagine there'd be men who'd be more comfortable with a man saying he's bi than they would saying he's fully gay. Because they can still have banter with the guys and chop it up about women that you might like, especially if you're a very masculine presenting bisexual man. I, to say, I, I think I can. See, I think I see what. To you're say that actually, yeah, I do like women, and you talk about Halle Berry or all the women that you find attractive, and and that could make certain men more comfortable with you in a space than yeah, if you it, just say it, I'm gay. So it's potentially a a se- an act of safety. Yeah, an act of safety. So, so in a circle where you're not sure. Yeah. How well it will be received mm-hmm. if you were to come out and say I'm gay, like like we know the, the easier option is the to easier, say op- the safer. It's not necessarily easier because like for the conversations we we've had around this, like people know that if you spend all this time having to pretend that you're not something simply to survive, mm. like the amount of the amount of conforming we have to do just to uh, survive in a normal working world we recognize that that is a pressure on itself, yeah. let alone having to de- deny something. So it's not just like we can pretend, we can we can conform without needing to pretend that we're not black. Whereas having to add that extra layer of actually, you know, I can't even, um, I can't even hide, um, hide it because it's not, it's not visible, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, I have to put all this extra performative energy into being a an, an acceptable version of me, mm-hmm. just because of who I say I love. Yeah, and I, I, I can so I can totally understand why somebody would say, and that's why I'm saying to say that questioning a woman who dates a woman who would be hesitant to date someone who is bisexual because they have a, a worry or a concern especially in a society as it is now, that that man might actually not technically be fully bisexual or maybe at the po- at a point where he's still figuring out sexuality. I don't think that's... I think it makes you a bad, bad person. I'm not um, saying... No, no, no. I, that's the thing. I don't think necessarily people are saying that this woman is... Or makes you biphobic. Yeah, woman, woman is a bad person. And like, 
if anything, it's just a conversation. I said this is this is why I was having this conversation with someone the other day. It's more that work Twitter love to pretend about all these conversations and mm. like say, oh, everyone's by everyone's this, this, and throw these terms around when most people in the real world are just trying don't, to don't really don't really know what they mean. They're not trying to hit. They're not trying to hear all that. And actually, they just need sometimes just a conversation about what you think yeah. about like if someone says you know, they're bisexual. Do you see that as gay? See them as gay? Why? Da, 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 da. And I, I actually think the editors robbed us of a learning opportunity because like, yeah, if we'd, if we'd actually had that conversation in a safe space, because f- for me, the vibe I got off Diamond when she was talking to him was, I'm hurt that you felt like you couldn't tell me this, mm-hmm. but, I kind of want to understand yeah. why you couldn't tell yeah. me this and yeah. what what what's going on in your head. Let me let's go back to that pod space where mm-hmm. we get to know each other, right? Let's talk again because it's it's wild. They'd only been out of the pod one night. Yeah, and his, his attitude was just. I think I think also is when he said like nobody else has had a problem with this, and I was just like, so I like, just I don't think you're being fully honest, and I think that it was a lack of honesty. But then I also do think, and I'm just gonna put it out there: if Diamond wasn't comfortable with the fact that he was that he had slept with men in his past and that he was sexually attracted to men. She wouldn't have continued the conversation. Not even that, but if she if she had had a problem with that, oh, do we think that makes her biphobic? Of course, everyone's going to say that. Oh, she's homophobic or biphobic or whatever. Yeah, that's no, what that's I what that's what that's what that's what they're going to that makes her biphobic. No, at it all. doesn't. I think, twi- I think say. Twitter would have because yeah. what does Twitter yeah. need to go off? Yeah, of but that's the thing. Really. I don't even that's know if people in general life might say that. It might be we might we should. Sorry. Let, um, sorry, let buttons finish. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think it makes her. It makes you f- phobic. Insert phobic if you <laughs> cannot understand or see within yourself that that's not something you can take on. But it makes you homophobic. <laughs> if... What are you saying? It's something you yourself cannot take on. So then what does it mean when like a white person says, oh, I don't want to date a black, I couldn't take on dating a black person. That's completely different. Why? No, because that's not, if we start, if we start conflating sexuality and race and it just becomes really silly because it's not the same thing. No, uh, no, here's the thing. For me, I've always said, if white people say they want to date black women, I say great. Yeah, but it's the reasons why. Yeah, it's, it? the, yeah, it's the, it's the reasons why. it's the same why. reason why people say, what, what, what are the reasons why you, you as date. a woman would not be comfortable with dating a man, a man who has slept so, with other so men for, or who's attracted so for to other me men. To say, so for me to say that's that not, not something I can take on, like I can mentally help you through, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Why do I don't think that's the problem. That's literally what I just said and you were bussing up. No, but, like. no, 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 no. I'm saying you... I don't think it's a problem, but I'm saying I know that uh, like, I've seen all, uh, all the arguments. So their argument is like, why should it matter? You should just be able to love you like, if, 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 that, if that man someone, loves you, you right love. now and is promising to be monogamous with you, if monogamy is what you want, yeah. why does it matter to you that they are attracted to men? A, a sexual preference that is different to yours is their problem. <laughs> is their business. Is their business. But I think it's it's perfectly okay for somebody to say that that is not something I'm able to take on. So was no, he the why, one... What do you mean take yeah. on though? Like, because that is something that you have to... Like he... Ha- was going through stuff. No, okay, no, no, I can look okay, at that. We're not, we're not, not talking about even we're talking about diamond. We're not talking about diamond. I'm talking about a, a, a very well-adjusted, even if you're talking about emotionally well stable, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bisexual man who's dated men in the past, has attraction to men, but has fallen in love with you, 
and wants to marry you, okay, and is going to be monogamous with you, has never cheated on you, has always been faithful, what we're saying is, why is the fact that he is bisexual any different Any different to him being another straight man who wants to... Because he's, he's a man who's in love with you and who's sexually okay. to you. I think the opposition would be like why, Diamond. One reason why... No, it's a, <laughs> I'm not talking about Diamond. No, but I'm saying my position would be like Diamond. I would need to want to no, explore no, we're not talking, that with you. No, we're not saying... But we're not no. saying that. You're, you're saying... I need to understand. We're, we're not talking, we're not about, talking about someone who, who hasn't who, told who hasn't you. Disclosed they just say up front, listen, I'm bi, but I'm in tea. If they I'm tell you off the like bat... I'd need to cross that bridge when I come to it. Like, I, I couldn't no, say... Speak, speak the truth. I couldn't Don't say... Don't do on the mic. I couldn't say here and now, like, what I would do in every situation I'm going to come up I'm in a room full of liars. Are you? Liars. I mean, w- I mean, I'm, I, 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 would, I, I would just be honest. I'm fine. I'll <laughs> be okay, fine. So, Tunde yeah. fine with with someone who has a bisexual orientation, a woman. Correct. Who has a bisexual orientation. Correct. You're okay with it? If she if she told me and she, she was like, me. you know what, I'm but I'm, I'm monogamous and but it's I'm just attra- me. But I'm monogamous. I'm attracted to you. I say. Then it's go. a it's a one on one thing. Later, the the whole the whole thing is about that personal relationship. Right? I, but like, I, if if it, if it's a straight if it's a straight man who's cheating on you left, right, and center, but it's purely with women compared to a bisexual man who is faithful to you, guys. loves you, and looks after you. Why? Why can't not be, any life choices? Exactly. No, no, no. Can I, can I just guys? Exactly. Can I just? Can I just, can I just guys? Can I just explain? Options. It just goes back to my original. You know, you, you guys are not. You know, you guys are not deviating from my original point. I just made the point. Why have you come in a tight circle? I just said the reason is different. It was because when men, women think that for a guy to step out, to, why I say step out, as in go and, um, like, you know, either have sex or kiss or whatever with a, with a man, yeah. it's a bigger step and actually you're just gay. No, it's not even that I think no, you're no, gay. I would say, no, I, I, yeah. I might just be that, no, like, no, that the no, idea. No, no. For or just having women. those, those acts. Okay. No, but wait, wait, hold on. It would be naive for us to dis- or to ignore the fact that society as a whole places has historically placed more of a stigma on men me, male men. or male relationships than it has yeah. on female, female. female so if you said overcome female, that female, to do it female, it means that female you really relationships have been it. overly sexualized overly sexualized for years yeah. in the media so i think the it, it's like we cannot ignore the fact that that our approach to that situation is different to the approach to a male or male situation, but I did cut you. Um, I to be honest, yeah, it's fine. Final uh, point. I feel like I feel like nowadays you can't even be honest about this thing. But I, I'll just I'll just be honest. I don't really care. At the end of the day, for me, like, I I personally would be uncomfortable if if I met if the guy that I, if for example a guy that I was dating ended up telling me and I'd already fallen in love with him that he was bisexual and in terms of orientation whatever then. If I was really deep in love with him, I probably would stay with him. But at the end of the day, if I met someone initially that told me if I was there bisexual jump, to be honest, mentally, that is not something, a barrier that I can overcome. Like, because the idea of you being a man is not some, is something that, to me, feels weird and I, and I wouldn't like it, so I wouldn't be with you. And, and that's and that's my honest and that's answer. Just a, but, and this is, but, but this is this but is my I feel thing. like you can't say that on Twitter because no, it's just like oh, you're biphobic. And and like yeah, fair enough. But the point is for me, it's not that I if I two men who are together, that's not my personal business, and it's not something that I'm just like ugh. But I'm just saying for me in my relationship, for me to be with a man who has been with other men, 
I find I find it weird and I don't, and I don't like it, so I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with you. That's it. And this is the thing. And, I, that's, I think, I, and I think that's how a lot of I think that's how a lot of women who, Nezzy, you, who you're honest Nezzy. about you ask them will feel. Nezzy, but remember, they remember, you remember the iTunes review. Remember the iTunes review. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I think I'm always right. Well, yeah, I'm right on this. I'm not right on this one. I'm just right about how I feel. I can only say what Nezzy, I feel. Nezzy, hashtag times up. Okay, okay fine. So, I said it. I said it. I said so. What I think, I think uh, it would actually be cool to have your, <laughs> I'm joking. I think it would be good to actually, because we had someone um, from the LGBT community before. Let's have someone again. We should have that conversation with them. See how they feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I think they should. So we let's should. keep it. Let's and keep I it. would say to bisexual, a bisexual man in Carson's position, you should just, like, why would you want to be with somebody who you felt wouldn't be cool with that part of you? Like, you should, I mean, I'm not saying that's easier said than done, but I'm saying the reason to delay not telling them because you were scared that they would react negatively all you're doing is delaying a reaction because if, if they were going to be cool from the jump they would have been cool from the jump but if you just delay it they're still not going to be cool but it's just going to be later on in the relationship maybe and then maybe they will feel like yes they've fallen in love with you so it might change their perspective but in a way do you want to be with someone who only could be cool with it because they've already fallen so deeply in love with you they feel they kind of can't pull away I don't so know. I.E. you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I.E. someone like me. <laughs> cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if you told me two years into a relationship and I already loved you and whatever, that you're bisexual, then yeah, I might be like, okay, well, cool. But if you told me from the jump, I probably wouldn't be cool. All right. No, you, <laughs> you, 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 you take this. Uh, right, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking this. All right, guys. So we are, we've done the whole lighthearted thing. You lot got your fun. Is that what you call light? Yes, that's all light work. You're bugging me down. <laughs> Listen, guys... I'm afraid that we're all going to to perish. Oh, wild! We were on the right. We were on the same wavelength. That's, <laughs> yeah. where, I was, that's where I was going next. No, do you know what I find the funniest about this thing? Yeah. So we're talking about coronavirus, right? You know, um, in America, yeah, <laughs> they have a corona a corona beer. The sales of that have gone down. <laughs> <laughs> Americans, yeah, every day they make it they clear why, how they voted Trump. That dumb. No, oh, oh, they, oh. alternative facts. Corona is a worldwide beer beer that yeah. is very popular in the uk i was T- thinking that why is it an american beer yeah so, okay fine 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 um, but i'm saying they they said in america they like it to be known as a wedge of lime a wedge yeah I wait, I wait, they so they report 132 million pounds lost following <laughs> following the outbreak imagine how annoyed you have to be as a business owner that your own population i would be vexed. so dumb <laughs> and, it, and it is mad like I think it was a, there's a poll I saw that said 39% of people believed that the coronavirus was linked to the beer and how many that's people? A, that's 39% no way yeah. in America yeah. quite, no, I don't believe quite that early on quite early on corona did come out with a statement to say that we are not linked with the coronavirus um, and you will not they didn't say you will not catch it from drinking our beers, but essentially that's what they had to kind of come out and say. Yeah. Um, that's sad. It's, yeah. it's, a ma- it's a madness. Like the whole, the whole lack of information that the general public has around like general Everything. health and safety. It's scary. It's it terrifying. And I think that's like, I was really thinking about it. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's not spreading with the same speed in um, sub-Saharan Africa because we got we had one case in Nigeria (laughs) and everyone clearly from that point went oh yeah 
Before you leave the house, wash your hands. Before you start to eat, wash your hands. After you finish eating, wash <laughs> your hands. When you have entered, exited the car, opened your eyes, closed your eyes, gone to say, before you have even finished praying. Before you pray to God and put your hands together, wash your hands. <laughs> I, do think, I do think it's wild that like four weeks after this confusing virus has taken hold on multiple countries around the world, the advice from the professionals is cover your mouth if you cough. That's that's the truth. Wash your hands and blow your nose into a tissue and then throw it away. Revolutionary. Like, by God, what were they doing beforehand? And all you I can say... You know what they were this doing. This quite a particular <laughs> white problem. White people don't like other white people don't have quite bad hygiene. That's basically problem. what they're saying. Because we already done had to school them on the washing on the legs thing. No, but guys... You know, I watched, no, no, but I you watched know. a segment the other day about it and this woman was completely baffled about like... She was like, no, you guys really wash your legs. I think some of you are like... I was like... Where did you watch this? It was, it's this thing, uh, you know, Ramesh Ranganathan? Yeah. He, has a, he had He's the show. Funny. And it was like, yeah, he is. And it was like a few months ago. But yeah, this woman was just like completely baffled that yeah. everyone was washing their legs. And I, I was like... No, guys, huh? you know, honestly, a lot of white people believe that black people are like dirty, who have bad hygiene. Can you believe That's it? That's a genuinely deeply it? held... It's a deeply held I just fixed that, belief you amongst know how many And I find it so wild. My grandma would go through it a week. Like, listen. Black people are... Black people are... The, I would, I would have to, I would, I would have to guess to say we are the cleanest people on the planet. No, I, I, I was I talking about washing that. with Dettel at work this week and literally they all stopped and looked at me like, huh? Yeah, that's, okay, I'm I'm that's, that's a very yeah, Caribbean thing, that's to, a Caribbean pour, thing. <laughs> to pour a cap full of Dettel in the bath. Did no, they do that in Nigeria as well? We did that too. Yeah, that's yeah. a black thing to pour the, a cap full of Dettel in the bath. The thing is, if, if you have Dettel did, is it clean? This is, I don't. That's the thing. Right. I, I don't really, I don't really Dettel right now, but Dettel was a staple before. I tell you wholeheartedly with her yeah. chest, it was not clean. Even and that can be anything eczema. from windows to your skin. Yeah. Correct. If it has not had a cap full of Dettel, it is not clean. I remember I had eczema as a kid, and mum would sometimes put Dettel. And now I think about it, it's that wild to put Dettel in a bath, so but it was literally like I had leprosy. Like, yeah. that's how black people feel about it. But Did it why help? would. Yeah, I don't, the know. <laughs> I don't have that no more. I don't well, actually have some hands, but yeah, I, I'm not. Don't, I don't use that <laughs> The one, know. the one thing I would say, though, jokes aside, and this is something that I, okay, two things, two things happen, two scenarios. I really hope that you guys have the same reactions to both these scenarios. Otherwise, it's very sticky, and I'm gonna just head out. <laughs> <laughs> so at work now. Obviously, the whole coronavirus stuff is going on. Like, everyone's, um, all the scaremongering talk or whatever. One guy was like, oh, um, I bought my lunch in because I don't want to go out because we're really close to Chinatown. <laughs> and actually, you know what? This is this is definitely worth talking about. Like, the, the rise in general <laughs> mad racism. That is... No, nah, he didn't say. He didn't say that. He didn't everybody say that. is calm out. in the office. No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So can I just can check? I just make a statement out here that everyone's our out previous right? comments we weren't saying that white people are dirty, just in case anyone misconstrued we, it. What? We, what no, she's, she, she's sitting on. The I don't. Know, I know. We weren't not not saying that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know what I'm not not saying. I mean, we were, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't not not say that they would not could not. No, we're not saying all white people are dirty. Of course not. 
But some of you don't wash your hands when you go to the toilet. Notice Tunde's been very quiet. And for those of you... <laughs> you know he's doing a love that James Poyser and like, <laughs> those you know, of you who haven't peed game route. if you want to know when to keep your mouth shut on an opinion because it could jeopardise your job prospects <laughs> <laughs> just, just listen to what Tunde is not commenting not on the podcast <laughs> notice that Tunde is flawlessly politically correct in every Ooh. segment and he did not once say anything about white people not washing However, because he's case, not trying silent. to lose his job <laughs> you're on problematic fave not really, you because stand. to be silent, it's good to be complicit, actually. Is it? Yeah, so unless you've spoken out, are you directly saying that there's no problem with white people? Can you just it? leave it? Anyway, so Buttons, to, to, to conclude, right, we were all, we can all agree that that is an outrageous wait, wait, wait. thing to say. He said it in your office. He said it conclude. There's no way, that's not, that's not conclude. Let me tell you what happened to today, like within this 24 hours, I was at work, right? And we ordered Chinese for lunch. And this statement was made by uh, an Asian person. They they were like, um, I hope the person that brings this food isn't Chinese, otherwise I'm not taking it in. Sorry, an Asian person said that? An Asian. As in a Chinese? A South Asian? No, a br- or like a, a brown. brown oh, like Indian or yeah. Pakistani? Yeah. Like Southeast South, Asian. Southeast I don't know where Asian. they're from, but yeah, them. Wow. That's that's wild. You ordered specifically you know, ordered Chinese food and say, I hope a Chinese person doesn't bring it to me as I'm ah, not eating it. I hope a Chinese person does bring it to me. Oh, they I, do. If I, no, I, I hope Chinese the Chinese food, person has coronavirus and give it to you. Give it to you. I was like, you deserve wow. It. So who do you think? Co- what? Do you know what I'm saying? Who do you think cooked it? <laughs> Moron. What? That's actually really much. So, all right. So, yeah. I wish two, I could. Two outrageous things. These are both outrageous ignorant things to say right mm-hmm. but you know what you know what? it's not surprising because it's fear the, it. yeah and the only people that i think actually no i can't even say that but i think we do it less because we've been victims of it the ebola thing yeah like ebola was the african disease sars sars back then again you had the same kind of mm. um craziness i have to disagree with you today you think black people do it less I mean, you think if you go into a black barbershop, you're not hearing comments about Chinese people with coronavirus? Because I think you'd be mistaken. Black black barbershops are a safe haven. Yes. Pinnacle of, of uh, conversation. Of of openness, of diversity and yeah. inclusivity. They, um, they are champions <laughs> of politically correct, <laughs> diverse, <laughs> inclusive and belonging conversation. No, we need I to get her off, man. She's I don't snitch. think that. In it. I know, you're not saying. Everyone is welcome at a black barbershop. What are you talking about? I honestly Personally, don't think. I would, think, I would hope. Barber. I would <laughs> hope that black people are slightly less ignorant when it comes to things like coronavirus. But I don't think we necessarily are. And to be fair, I don't feel like we owe Asian people anything in particular because it's not like when the Ebola crisis happened. I don't. I don't think Asian people were probably any less. Um, I don't know. Anymore, we're not gonna do. We're not gonna do. We suffered, and you no, give I'm back not doing our so. But I'm just saying. No, 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 I, just, I don't expect. And the any winner people. is. Do you know no, what, I mean? what I'm saying? Is I, don't, I don't feel like. I don't feel like Asian people. <laughs> I don't feel like Asian people would be any less like weird about Ebola than white people. Because they've also been through SARS. By I the don't way, think so. everybody I don't think, else's I don't think mad reactions like around me does not dictate. Because they no. move mad, I will not move mad. No, I'm not saying we should move mad. But I'm going to Michelle Obama in this. No, I'm just saying the expectation that because a group has experienced that means they're not going to move as mad with another group isn't. Yeah, isn't I, don't, I don't think that's the reason. I don't think that's yeah, how I it just think that we're not as dumb. Yeah. And we're not as scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, was, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just think like. Yeah, excuse what, me. Wait. What Yemi said? Huh? We're not. We're not oh, as. Like, we wouldn't make such a dumb at work. Wait, who wouldn't? 
black people. Black I wouldn't people. say at work. I oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we behind closed doors. I think behind I closed doors, it. there's definitely black people who at work. I'm not talking about us. Specifically. I wouldn't say it, but said. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot you're the problematic fave. I, but yeah, like so black wait, people wouldn't say these kind of things. It, to yeah. be honest, I've had, so, I've definitely had people I know say to me that, you know, they've been in, in a close vicinity with a group of Asian people and felt a bit of a way, and they've admitted, okay, that wait, it's not right, hold and they've on. been like, I feel bad about it, but I felt a way. Okay, no wait, my second story. Uh oh. I was on the tube. Oh no. I was standing and in the disabled seat, mm. there was an old lady sitting there. Mm-hmm. There was an old man next to her. Right. They were both Asian. Okay. They were wearing all black. Take your time now. I don't know why that's important. I don't. Because <laughs> you were, you She delayed and get to the punchline, that's why. They were uh-huh. all black. She's, delay, she's delaying her cancellation. What was, what was the weather? What was the weather? Let's Trust me. It was cold. It was cold. So they had coats. They had coats on. Mm-hmm. Fair lining. That, do you know what? Were you on the tube? That's a good point. Were you on the tube? They had coats on, but their coats weren't winter coats. They're summer coats. Weird. What line were you on? Maybe they were wind sheeters. I'll allow. District line? Get to the I point. I on myself. <laughs> I was in one of the tube lines in London, or maybe it was the metro. Get to the so point. So she had a badge on her coat that was like uh, some board. sort of security badge. It it wasn't a name badge. It was like it, it's some sort of identification security badge, right? But it had a, a yellow strip across it, kind of like security clearance type thing yep. it looked like the badges that you see in the cdc in all the conspiracy programs that i worked right but anyway okay she was coughing with her mouth open Ew. several times okay so first time i ignored it second time i was like okay i can see you in my peripherals you're moving mad <laughs> okay you're you're coughing out loud on the tree and she was like coughing but convulsing with it oh uh-oh. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I thought to myself, now, I would not describe myself as an ignorant person and I'm not walking around saying wild things and acting a certain way because of all the scaremongering that's going on. However, you moved. I moved carriages. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Now, and I was so, talking so about it look, with someone at work, right? That, though, is someone, regardless of who it was, Anyone around me is coughing open mouth and Because the only reason convulsing. I was going to say is because she was Asian and I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to feed like the yeah. ignorant. No, you okay, well, if but you would have made for somebody Why else. Why must I stay yeah, and die? You know what? Yeah. We're going to give you a pass. I'm the same. Anybody who's coughing like that, that's I okay. move. I don't care We're, what race It's not mad, it? No, that was all right. Okay. Because I literally went to work and was stressed. No, And was talking to my friend and I was like, honestly, I just feel like I'm going to be on some kind of as seen on the tube, live and direct, this is how ignorant the UK mm-hmm. and it's I was just unfortunate like, that they she happened to be Asian, but it's not because no, she can was I just Asian. Say, at can all, I just no. say so, okay, this is this is my thing. This is what this is what makes something ignorant or racist. When it's based on No intelligence. No, not even that. But when it's like <laughs> it's not intelligent, like it doesn't make sense. For example, there are loads of Asian people and they don't all look the same. So people can't tell the difference between Japanese people, South Korean people. Well, I can actually tell the difference, I think, between like Japanese and Chinese. But so a lot of people can't tell the difference between like Japanese, Koreans, um, South Koreans, Chinese people, Filipinos, people from Malaysia, whatever. So 
it doesn't make sense to then profile based just on purely on racial terms because they could be from anywhere and also they could be born in this country if i see a british asian a british born asian coughing if i know they're british i'm not going to think anything of it more than i think of anybody else coughing because for me the the biggest wild thing was that they were coughing open mouth yeah and convulsing with it that's enough for yeah. me to go. And I would think, think, think the coronavirus. I think it's, if there was somebody who'd recently come from yeah. from China, I don't think it's racist to be concerned about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just as Dave Chappelle says. That's I'm not thing. a racist, Once but I do work virus, on statistics and averages. Once the virus <laughs> is here, <laughs> like that's not racist. Once that's the virus is smart. here, it's indiscriminate as to who can carry it, isn't it? It's not <gasps> yeah. like it's not like Asians are more susceptible to the virus. No. They just it came from their country, but by the time they left the airport to when you saw them on the underground. Anyone could have got it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it doesn't yeah. it really doesn't make any sense. If, if you if you see an Asian coughing at the airport, then I I'll, I'll be like, all right, fair enough. And not mm, yeah, because they like likely could have just come from a country with virus. Yeah, Ethiopia. come from a country where there's a high America. But the problem is, for Colombia, example, when there was Ebola, Mexico, Jamaica. Not well. Let's be let's be honest. When Spain. Ebola when Ebola was around, the problem was literally that people, they could have come from anywhere. No, that. But, that is a sticky point. It's more likely. It's more likely. Exactly. To be honest, and they've come from like a. I wasn't saying. It's not yeah, it is. Uh, no, that's, guys. That's not how. No. That's not no, how guys, air travel no. works. Literally, you're being wild. That's no, definitely no, not no, how no, air travel not. works. Because an no. Asian person is at an no. airport, they must have come from Asia. No. I didn't say that. I never. No. Rewind the tape. Rewind the tape. I never said that. I said more likely. They're more likely to have come from Asia. Yeah. This is an average that the majority of Asian people live in Asia. That's not exactly. No. Bugging it. Guys, She's trying so hard to ignorant. That is ignorant. No, how is it ignorant? Because if you're, let's say you're in Heathrow Terminal 5, where you know that the only flights are basically UK flights. Yeah, that's that's different. That's different. But I'm just saying, you if you, obviously, if you're at London City, then you're moving silly. Yeah. But if you're at Heathrow, you're at, you're at Gatwick. South Terminal, mad, they're <laughs> going anywhere. Those flights are going anywhere. <laughs> no. Their flights are going anywhere. I, that could be a British-born Asia of Asian I descent. I didn't say that they were 100% coming from China. No. I said it's more likely. Plausible. It's more plausible. Anyway, it's I same way. How if, you saw, if you saw Nigerian at the airport, it's more likely that uh, that they're coming from Nigeria. Like it's how not. old? How old were you when you first got on a plane? What? I don't know. Okay, young though. Do you know what I mean? No, 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 because you're you're Nigerian. You're Nigerian. You went on a plane, let's say from the age three, four. Yeah. So as a Nigerian at the airport, and what age did you first go to Nigeria? I saw where she was going. That doesn't change the fact that it's me being Nigerian was, your was making it more likely that I was coming from Nigeria. Yeah. Whether yeah. I had been somebody, there or not. If somebody had you're really if somebody trying to be looked, right and you're if not. If somebody looks at you and said, oh, Nigerian, she must be going to Nigeria. That is an ignorant... No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it's that wild to, to assume. No, it's not. I don't think it's that wild to assume that somebody who's Nigerian in an airport might be traveling to exactly. I don't think it's that crazy I do exactly. think it's wildly like a black person exactly and that's the problem with the whole Ebola and with the whole coronavirus thing because people are just profiling literally based exactly on race so you could literally be from Trinidad or St. Vincent and people think you're carrying Ebola Thank and you've you. never been to the continent that's why it's wild but if you know that, if the, you know the person's person Nigerian yeah but there's a situation with black people across the diaspora that makes it very crazy because black people actually come from everywhere but to be honest especially like it's not China, China's a very populous country 
and the vast majority of Chinese people live in China. Thank you. Like I, I'm not no. saying if you're on the tube, if you're on the tube and anybody's coughing, you should move away and you shouldn't base do it based on race. That's just stupid to me. Anybody's coughing. I don't, I don't want to get coronavirus, but neither do I want to get influenza or <laughs> or like I don't, I don't Middle even want Eastern the respiratory cold. syndrome. I won't lie. Or common cold. I want even none the of flu it. Is a bit so it makes no difference to me whether you're white, Asian, or black. If you're coughing with your mouth open, I'm moving. And I'm not really more concerned whether you're Asian in this country because people be carrying some wild stuff regardless. Not of gonna lie, if I feel like at this point, to be honest, you're not. I feel like you're equally likely to catch it from anyone. Yeah, yeah. That's my entire point. People are probably listening to the thing. Ah, oh, you guys are trying to be woke and da da da. I could just say I'm not. Trust me, I don't really care. Yeah, I, I will do just, anything. I will do anything to it. save my life, bro. Yeah. But <laughs> the fact is. Right now, I'm likely to catch it from anybody. Because yeah. the problem is, there's going to be some likely idi- to catch it from a white yeah, because them England. idiots that went to North Northern Italy yeah. came back and just went straight on public transport. I'm yeah. going home. <laughs> <laughs> those, are who, those are the people who's going to. You're more give likely it to, to catch it from a white person here than you are from because they haven't. People who've come from China, there's been like travel restrictions on them anyway. Yeah. So yeah. if they're here and they're walking around, they're probably cool. It's the people who it's them whites do. Yeah. I'm- yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It's not. It's the the, the cases. The cases in Wales and um, wherever the other ones were. I can't remember whether Scotland's had theirs yet. Belfast have had theirs. They had Scotland had theirs. As well. Yeah, like they're not. They're less likely to. The the reality is because those are still white majority countries. In the time between the initial uh, return to the country and the initial diagnosis, they would have come into contact with a lot of surfaces, a lot of people. And realistically, you've got a lot of dormant carriers right now. So, yeah. and the people are saying it takes, we're saying it's probably even 24 days it takes for symptoms to manifest. So, go. really, every single person in this room could possibly have coronavirus. And one of us is sick. And, and I'm mm. sick right now. So, yeah. To be honest, I'm not personally. I'm I'm more concerned. Like, say, my parents or someone getting corona. Yeah. Me personally, I'll take those two weeks off work calm. And if it comes back again, I'll take the other. I'll take the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ride that. I'll ride that bird. That's the thing. Easy. Isn't coronavirus like something like your body can? Like if you if there's no underlying health issues, it's you should not be like right. it's not life. In our in our age it in depends. our age range, it's, it's about not point. It's not point two percent of death rate. Yeah, right it's now. unlikely if you're our age. But if you've got cardiovascular diseases yeah. or stuff like that, yeah, that is more likely. It's peak for you, fam. You got asthma. Like I've been eating my vitamin C, so I'm cool. Low. I'm cool. <laughs> now, guys, my my advice as well: don't go mad. I know we only have 200 listeners, so <laughs> I'm not inciting anything here. But stop, pal, bruv. That's my advice. Because when they start shutting off cities and saying, "Ah, oh, you can't come in and out of London," what will you do? That's my advice. Yeah, have a couple of cans. Couple, couple of cans. cans. Couple, couple of cans. Couple of cans, mate. Couple of cans. Can I just have a a, con- a consensus in the room? Like, do the masks. Uh, is it actually going to help you from getting no. coronavirus? No. It, it, can, no, it they can help. Yeah. No. But not really. But they can help. But the main thing that you can do, if you're not in close proximity to people who could potentially have the virus, the mask is unlikely to do Anything. that much. Yeah. Especially if you're so, the, the main thing is to wash your hands and not touch your face. Well, my, I, my thing was, the mask, face. yeah, you're going to wear it outside in, in, in public and in crowds, but you're going to take them, put the mask on and take it off with your hands. Yeah, there's a way to do it. Yeah. Ask, ask the doctor, don't worry. Like, technically, if I'm wearing a mask in hospital, I also wear gloves. Yeah. So there's a way to do it with the mask and the gloves and then you dispose of it. And it, it involves, oh. But it you should have using, a new mask every elbows. day, right? Huh? You should have a new mask every day yes, if mask. it's actually going to work. 
So, mm, I think depending on how long the coronavirus That's okay, lasts, doctor, so doctor before we get too Sorry, deep bro. into the into the prognosis. Um one thing I think has been really clear in all of this is the lack of government direction um around how to deal with all of this. I don't know nothing. Including uh you know, the fact that all of the all of the departments and ministries underfunded as was brought up so eloquently on that beautiful white piano at the Brits by one day. I had no idea where you were going with that. I, just put my I would just on. like to say, well done. Your hotel that was yeah. that was that was good. Thanks. If I just so much. I, I know I broke the flow and it probably ruined the moment, but I just wanted to give you your your, yeah, your juice. Good. No, no the moment the moment's still there. Your <laughs> flowers. Can I just can I because um, I've been watching a lot of Umar Johnson videos this week. Wow. My brother Umar. Okay. Okay, yeah. And if he really cares about black sister. people so much, why has he called himself Dave? How can you dismantle the master's tools? <laughs> the master's, the master's name. <laughs> well, you right, you right, you right. No, no, guys, <laughs> if you are going to be like Dr. Umar, you have to repeat the point you made the second time louder. If you are going to be <laughs> like Dr. Umar, you have to repeat the point you said louder. So how can you dismantle the master's house? Whose house? The master's house <laughs> with the master's name. With Thank you. Mm. No, it's wow. Mm. And that's the problem no. with black men. Sorry, can I can I just can I, can I just make a little quick detour? Shout out to Umar Johnson because he had the funniest video online like, what last week. Coochie? Coochie? What was it? He basically said he had consciousness over coochie, <laughs> politics over Prunani. <laughs> My brother. No, do you hear what we said about the Yoruba, Yoruba um, divination? Oh he my god! They got together. Malcolm was there. Martin was there. Uh, like <laughs> Tupac was there. Harry was there. Harriet was there. <laughs> Harriet was there. Sojourner Truth was there. Sojourner Truth, he calls it. <laughs> it's like, to name you one Yoruba name. What was the name? Was it legit Yoruba name? Would you make it up? No, it, it is. It was but Ogon something. No, it was. I want to say it was. Oh, it, was it was like something like Unity. No, it was know. something Tunde. It was Tunde. Something was has returned Ye- or something. I thought it was Destiny Ye- has returned. Was it Aya, Ia, Ia? Ia Tunde. It yeah, was, like I'm that. sure it was yeah, it was something like that. I Destiny can't remember. Destiny has like, returned. But anyway, like, shout out to you, my man. He's someone do a GoFundMe for him because he's clearly poor. He, he's got multiple to fund that that black uh, school that he was going to. The thing is, I do think there's some there's some. He does make. He's right about twenty percent of the time. Twenty. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big. No, number. I would say he's right about twenty percent of the time. Sorry. You mean about the black whole black. The interracial stuff he talks about. No, no, not really necessarily, necessarily that. Just other things that he says. Namely, I let's not let's let's not do it. Let's not do <laughs> it. Can, can we just talk about Dave? Let's, let's go back to Dave. Let's go back to Dave. Like because don't that censor her. No, I'm not to be censored. I don't. I'm no. I'm just saying twenty percent of what he says is right. But going back, is a pretty high number. It's very high. It's not. But we're going back to Dave. It's complete rubbish. We're not talking about Umar. The topic was Dave. Dave is the topic. Daily offender. Crazy extender. Dave. What's his black name? What is his What name? does that have to do with it though? I think <laughs> that Dave's uh, performance was absolutely brilliant. I think Phenomenal. it's fantastic that, you know... Yeah, yeah, but what if, a, what if a white man... Give... What if a white man was to play a song called White on a black piano? All right? <laughs> that's actually a tweet that somebody does. Yeah. That's Wait, a legit tweet. You're joking. No, that's no. a quote. Like, what if, what if a white man, what if a white man was supposed to, was going to go on a black piano and perform a song called White? 
right? They they be they they be having a having a breakdown. ジェイクリアズディアズディアズバイフォーウォスコフィーズフォーセカンドノーノーヘドアズアンプライクナレフィータスティルイツイツアメイジングハウマニーピーポーミスドポイントアイアイアイアイアイアイアイアイアイアイ
that it is futile. Because that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like to me, that if we're doing all this talking, we're doing all this work, and you know, we're, we're jumping over all the hurdles to make it, to put it in a clear way, to have clear empirical evidence, to, to not be aggressive with it, to open the forums, and still there's so little progress being made. Like, it, it just makes you wonder, well, what is the point? I think that's why you, what we see now is essentially two um, approaches to the tackling, quote-unquote, tackling racism. Because you have the, on the one camp, you have the people, as you said, who are still very much like, okay, the clearer we make it, the easier we make it to digest, um, you know, the more people will get it, the more people will, will cotton on. But then you have the flip side who, on the other side, you have people who are saying, actually, it's as clear as day. Like, we cannot make this any clearer. So I'm going to intentionally stop trying to excuse your behavior. Stop trying to, um, you know. Give you an out. Yeah. Stop trying to give you an out and make it easy for you to answer. I'm just going to be, I'm just going to exist because I have the right to. And I think knowing what what or deciding where you which side you want to come down on as a person or how you want to approach it as a person is an individual choice firstly and i think it can change like for me it changes depending on my surroundings depending where i'm at how i want to handle that message Mm -hmm. but what i would say is that for people who um make ignorant what I deem is ignorant comments like that and just fail to see the point. At this point in my life, I don't have time to engage with you because you're not the person that's going to advance what I'm trying to do. So I can't let you be the person that's going to hold me back either. And that's the way that I Mm. am choosing to exist. And I think energy is like a really important thing in terms of... Crystals and vibrations. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And sage and cleansing. No, like in terms of people's emotional well, energy, and I do think you have to be aware of like people transferring. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in energy in that kind of mystical way. But just in terms of emotionally transferring the negative energy onto you, and how much of that is healthy for you as a black person to absorb. And so I kind of agree with button, the buttons that it's just like it's that might that changes for me like really depending on the day on my mood how I'm feeling, what's gone on that week, whether I can be bothered or not, because I might be having a great week and I feel very like emotionally filled and energetic. And if somebody who's slightly ignorant comes to me with a comment or, and I feel like something will be gained and I think that person's intention intention is pure and something will be gained by having a conversation, I might have that conversation. But it might be another week where I feel like I can't necessarily do that and I might just be like, it's not, it's not, I'm not obligated to educate you. I'm not obligated to have a conversation with you and I don't really want to and I, and I won't. And I just, I don't think either of those things are bad. It just depends on what you can, what your moral compass is for how you move through the world and what you see your purpose as and what you see your responsibility as to humanity and how you deal with certain things. And I think as black people, we just have to be very careful about how we allow the negativity of white people to impact our emotional and mental health. Like there's already so many studies that show that racism like impacts us so negatively, like on a health 
like not just mental health but just like even physical like health standpoint and if you you need to be able to to decide and to know when to not allow yourself to be stressed to the point that it's going to negatively impact you I don't think it's futile but I do think for a, a lot of people it's futile so I think there's a there's a small section of white people who are going to be changed by conversation I think the vast majority of them won't be that's my personal opinion and I think there might be worthwhile energies for that small number of people. So like my brother Rihanna said, white allies, since you lot are doing the most and always chatting about intersectionality and flagellating yourself at how upset you are to be white, go and do your thing. Tell them. It's true. Man. You know what? And that's, I, th- I think that is it. It's the, it's the f- feeling of having to, having to convert the unconverted and continue to feed the supposedly converted without them taking on any of the work. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I, d- it's, that's, I think that's why it's difficult. Because I think if you're a black person, you feel like you can, go for it. If you feel like you can't, that's all right too. And it's just whatever we can be bothered to do. But really, the people who should be taking up this fight as much as possible, white allies should be picking up. The, well, if you believe in allies or whatever whoever they are should be picking it up um the slack and i know i know there's a couple of people that are but there's not enough i um, think white supremacy answers to two things which is money and violence and i don't think black people have got to the point where we're prepared to use violence and i don't think we have the money not even prepared to it's not safe to yeah it's not safe to so i just mm, i guess in my christian reckoning i feel like things in the world have a, a path or a trajectory that they're going on I don't think we're going to see an end to white supremacy. Oh, like, we won't. I think everyone knows anytime that. Anytime soon. But I think we can keep continuing to fight. And yeah, I we have to. Continue we have to, to just for our fight for our lives. Yeah, for our own, you know, for ourselves and our kids, we have to keep continuing to push back. But I don't think my goal is to, like, change white people's minds. My goal is to, like, make, as much as I can, a better world for myself and, like, my people. And by extension, that will actually make a better world for white people as well. Because I think when you keep other people in oppression, you're you're oppressing yourself as well, actually. Interesting. I think it's time to flip it up. Let's let's bring the energy back up to the celebration. Nicki Minaj and what people were saying about her and her husband. I'm joking. Go on. (laughs) I was like, what? I mean... That's hilarious. Oh, no, no, no. I got one. I got one. Just, Wait, just on the on. No, no, sorry, sorry. Hold I know. On. I have to know. I'm, so, I, I, I'm going to let you finish. But <laughs> Go ahead, I'm, not. Maria I'm, Sharapova, finish, I'm not. Maria Sharapova. Retiring. <laughs> retire, retired from tennis uh, this I, week. I want to see what's... What, what no, no, no. I, I mean, we'll still get to that one. I personally think we do need to kind of pour one out for Serena Williams' greatest rival. <laughs> I think we should pull out a libation of... Was it Melodonium? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Mad. <laughs> That's the vibration I'm going to pour just, out. A, just a quick, quick drop. Because personally, I, I don't know how Serena's going to cope. Like her, her her one big rival she is, gone. Is, is gone. Okay, but here's, here's the thing. You know, you know what I didn't like? I what guess I she'll finally start winning now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, innit? What, the, what I did, you know what I didn't like though? And this is uh, just my thing. People who don't know about a sport commenting on it. I get it. We don't like... You don't like Marisha Fover because you love Serena Williams. Makes sense. But don't start commenting on things you don't know about. Don't start saying Marisha Fover is dead 
and nah, she was she, she was a, she was a bad man tennis she player. She was yeah, she I was saw, number one. I saw, um, no, it's, to be honest, I have I, I have challenges who, about who cares about who said it. But I saw someone saying that basically Maria Sharapova was she's never really she's in, never been really been a good player. And I was just like, I was, like mm. I was like, I get it, I get it that it was for jokes and it was funny. But it was just not facts. Yeah, like, not you don't have to say yeah. that to, to say that because I, pers- you guys know, everyone on the podcast knows, I'm the biggest Serena stan. Find someone that's a stan more than me. But the fact is, Maria Sharapova was a dope tennis player. Yeah. And then she doped. But the, the, the point, <laughs> yeah. no, but I think the, the point people <laughs> did actually make was, was she a dope tennis player or was she a doped up tennis no, player? No, no, no. Because, and this is the other, this is the other thing, right? People, again, it's a lot of things that people don't understand how much athletes take yeah. Like athletes take supplements across, take across the board across everyone, the board, everyone, everyone is taking does. it and it's just about knowing what you're not allowed to take at exactly. that moment what she was taking only got outlawed I think 2015 yeah so, so at the end of the day she was trying to get in a, she was trying to get advantage which is what most people do it's, it's, and it's allowed and for me right like we, we joke about it because I think the, the the media spin of her being the greatest rival or whatever but we we're not gonna pretend like she wasn't a fantastic no, tennis player. player. Yeah, she's good. She just wasn't as good she as she was good as, on good as Serena. Correct. And Serena and had the, better competition. She was nowhere before. near good as Serena. Like it wasn't even close. And and the uh, thing is, I don't know about that. No, Nineteen two. She was no 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 no. What no okay, so what I'm saying head is to head to head to head, head, head they weren't close like that. But I think I'm saying at one level. point in her yeah at one point in her career there was a like oh four oh five. That's when they actually there was a little bit of a and then after that it was just. She yeah. got absolutely smashed to bits. It's it's because Serena's Serena's trajectory to the top doesn't make sense. Like she is she is an anomaly in women's tennis. Everybody like and and if you look at it, even the tennis players that have been number one over the years, none of them have just been as dominatingly yeah. better. Yeah. Like the if if you really deep it, since Serena's not been number one for time. The women who've been number one in that time, none of them were bad ballers. It's just that the, the, the competition in the women's game is a lot more spread out than it is necessarily in the men's. It's just so sweet to see, I know you said it before, but just to see Serena, I mean, again, give our props to Venus because let's be, Venus was doing it first, then Serena. Yeah. But like just to see two black, that. it's just to see two black women on top and then to see Coco coming up. And oh, white people angry, okay, white okay. people mad again because their sport will get taken away from them. No, oh, it's just I love it. <laughs> you know, yeah, we started talking about Maria Sharapova, but let's turn it into just a celebration of the incredible black talent at almost every sport. Yo, oh, did you see the gymnast? Denise. The gymnast. Oh, the gymnast. oh my she days! So I have not seen. I I was in awe. I couldn't believe it. What? what kind of rubbish is that? How could she be doing that? Just easily, <laughs> easily. Like, she, it was just she was flipping, she was and and landing them like and not even on the and I feel like the oh, only reason she stopped yeah. was because the video was running out of time. She you was know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I, I just did a quick Twitter clip. Like, she that's just like, I did a Twitter clip. She Nothing just more. A quick yeah. Insta fifty seconds. She weren't trying to. That's all. Uh, yeah, that's I ain't gonna give you the stopped. whole thing. I'm just gonna give you like a like, little. Can I just say one thing I love about black women being in, in gymnastics on the floor, um, floor gymnastics is. People finally being in rhythm with the music that <laughs> it used to frustrate me yeah. so much. I'm sorry, I know yeah. it sounds petty. It used to frustrate me so much that when they did the whole dances, it was always a I was just like, is it, yeah. it was off beat? I was just like, if you're gonna do a dance, you can't just dance at a random timing. You have to do it in line with the music you're playing to. I almost don't I think like, it's a finally. good thing though. I just think we need to at least give white people just just give them one thing. They give them one thing things. that they can just. They have literally most of the winter sports. 
Ah, it's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. We'll get in the winter, winter sports. sports. But it's gymnastics. Jamaica it's... has a bobsled team. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just think about it. Like, if we started, like, imagine black gym. Like, do you imagine how no. fire gymnastics would be if black people really started, like, if going we for it? Took, like, like, just started taking, and we started taking people from the hood and just dancing. And, oh, my God. The, num- the, number, the number of times I've seen people saying, if tumbling became an Olympic sport, it'd be yeah. cleaned up by black people. Yeah. Tumbling. So it's like the people just do, do the backflips and they'll do the, oh. the sequences and... Yeah. Bro. Even double dutch. I'm so here for double dutch yeah. during an Olympic sport. I think it would be great. Is it? That's a Yo. double dutch, you know. Wait, well on. Well on, well on, well on. We used to play a lot of double dutch at church. Wait, what? Is that what now? Is it a sport now? It's not a sport like, now, but yet, I, just, yeah. I think it should be at some point. It's great because you can do a lot of gymnastics in double dutch. We need to get them by back spinning them. That, that <laughs> rope. Yo, do you remember how tough that rope was? Tough, bro. If that, if that, if that rope hit you, not everyone's cut out to turn how? the rope. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's true. true. That's true. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> turning the rope is a skill. It's, it's actually a skill. Uh, turning Listen. the rope is a skill. But you got to have pace. You need that. Ba-dum, like, ba-dum. Ba-dum. Yes. You need that. Do you guys ever play Auntie Lulu? One, yeah, two, three, and Lulu. Lulu. <laughs> 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 No, but guys, the only reason we all actually learned to double dutch is because it was either jump this rope or get taken out. Yeah, it's true by the rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. That, why yeah, was that trust. rope so dense? That rope dense, bro. literally that like will give a you solid a brick. Concussion. On on, like, I, I'd rather be smacked with this pole, <laughs> this mic stand, than that rope. Especially when it starts you know getting quick. Yeah, when they go sticking out the If that thing licks you on the side of your head, that uh, is, that's going to yeah. be more the than a grace. That's a cold That's a cold You know how I mean? And screaming for them to stop before you stop jumping. Do you know how I know? Because the only, well, I think I've been in a fight or a semi-fight three times in my life and it was all over Harry. All the times I've been in she a fight has been trying this. to defend Harry from some person. Yawn. Anyway, I took the skipping <laughs> rope and I licked somebody in the eye with it. <laughs> and his eye went. I always knew you had a murder streak. <laughs> <laughs> his eye like swelled up when I was like, Women That Kill, season three, that episode two. No, it was an accident. <laughs> 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 but nah, like celebrating all at the top, across the sports. Black women dominating tennis again. Hey, listen, and Black double dutch 2021. Yeah, double dutch going to be a sport. We've got Lewis Hamilton at the top of of F1. F1 We've yeah. got AJ at the top of boxing. I refuse to acknowledge Tyson Fury. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, Can we also sister sisterhood as well? Like Naomi Osaka and um, Coco Gauff. I think yeah. it's so sweet how like... I think they look they after each other. Yeah, it was really cute. I hope it's always really um, nice. Yeah, so, you know, thanks, Maria, for giving us Serena, who inspired a whole Thank generation you for of... the music. Uh, the songs I'm singing. Like Listen, if you're not going to... If you're not... No, unless it's Hamilton. We only do Hamilton on this one. No! Stop it. And so, staying with positive topics and areas of joy, let's go back to our childhood to the beautiful story. I cannot wait. Guys, set your reminders now. In fact, Thursday. just call in sick. Just call in sick. You know, you know, that's valid. It's, that's not, valid. it's not worth going in. Just tell him you got the corona. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is it this Thursday? Yeah. yeah. Thursday. What is time? 7pm? 
Wait, actually, oh, it, feels, it feels very prime time. It's 7 p.m. No, is that EastEnders time? I mean, it is we, prime time. 7 p.m. is prime time. That's what I mean, but I mean, it might be EastEnders time, so it might be 8. BBC One. Who cares? The people March who really want to watch 5th. it will watch it. The people who, who know how good it is are not going to care about EastEnders. When was the last time any of you watched EastEnders? I would, I would go as far to say anybody watching this was not watching EastEnders. Truth. Can I just actually? Yeah, can I just lie. say I, I watched EastEnders two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. No, last week even. And I can honestly say that show has gone downhill. Oh, I too. EastEnders is a national treasure. What do you mean? I too was no. That show is garbage. Who shot Phil? Garbage. Who shot Phil? garbage. Huh? garbage. Huh? No, this was like back in the day. Like who shot Phil? It was going yeah, on at the same the time as who shot lines. Mr. Burns yeah. in The Simpsons. It was a mad team. <laughs> I, that was a big storyline. Do you Keep know what? Yeah, the storyline and the acting, the level of acting, like I'm listening to it and I'm thinking, was the acting always this bad? I actually I need you guys, was. I need no. you guys to watch no. an episode. Oh I don't need to. This week. Speaking to the mic. I am. Yeah, but he's got the headphones on and he can hear me clearly. Oh. Professionalism for the win. <laughs> 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 I just like God, Nezzy, you are not always right. Anyway, back to the back to the intro. We are, of course, talking about the one and only Auntie Mallory Blackman's. No. Noughts and crosses. We have to series. stop here. Mallory Blackman, yeah, is, is a, a national king. treasure. I love what Mary a queen. Blackman. Oh okay, my god. What's days. your favourite Mallory Blackman book? Go around go around the room. Oh, that's a difficult one. I think it was actually Noughts and Crosses, genuinely. Yeah, it, what Noughts was the crosses one, was the one yeah, that, that was really in, hit me. Uh, um was it knife's knife edge? edge. No, there was one that was like eye a mini eye. book inside that. Yeah, I think it's eye for an eye. Mine is Thief. I don't know about that. Thief was good actually. I like Hacker. I might need to go back and just reread them now. All of them, I though. I can't Everything. remember Hacker. I know I've read all of them. Was Pickup oh, Boy yeah. one of no, those as well? No, Pickup Boy was Pick one of those. That, that was big. They made that into a BBC TV show series, as well. yeah. They did. Was yeah. that not? And I loved, Definitely I liked and the little books about the little no. girl in Barbados when I was like a kid. Betsy Bigelow. No, I never read of it. I love those books. I've read every single one of Mary Robin's books. Um, She's a hero. Absolutely. No, hero. that's um, gangster he- rap you're thinking of. What did you I say? Can we just also shout Gats. out the random Gats. other um, like black British authors that I read? Courtney like. Newland, you don't know. Benjamin Zephaniah. Benjamin Zephaniah. Yeah, that's Millie, he, Millie, he Murray, the white Millie Murray. Book. Millie Murray. Millie Murray. That's Kara Hughes. Yeah, that's Kara Hughes. I've never heard that What's title before. What's Benjamin Zephaniah's other one? Not Face? No. No. What Afghast? No. There was there's the three top ones. One of them is gangster rap. Oh gosh, I know which one you're talking about. There's it's Face. There's the other one. There's one that's like um. Oh, it's gonna make me so annoyed. I can't remember. It's it Mallory Blackman esque. That's what it is. Uh, no, I put some respect on Benjamin. Wait, so do, have you said Face already? Yeah. I think Face is one of the best books I ever read. Really that good. is one of the. What Face Refugee Boy? Refugee, Refugee Boy. Refugee that was Boy. really good. I've not read that. Oh, Outcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Millie Murray was a really good author as well. I would send you an Amazon link, but I'm trying to boycott Amazon and go for more like. Indie bookstores, yeah. So just and like send use me bookstores. an indie bookstore link. No, no, no. So I've got to find it in like a charity shop, and then I'll buy it for you. 
Oh gosh, I could just talk it's about it. It's going to take a long time, Andrew but I will do that. Andrew, oh my goodness. Small Island is like, I love that book. Jeff's still not read that. I haven't read that. I don't know what you don't think about Zadie Smith, I remember. Oh, I love Zadie Smith. White Teeth was great. Uncle Thingy's house, like, when I was young, I'm going to read that book. Yeah. Same. That 10 years same time I was like yeah, I'm gonna read the that and then adaptation. I saw she had it took yeah. it from a yeah, about a year and a half ago <laughs> I still haven't read you it you still got it I know. Read it. BT dubs. The only reason more why I like know what British happens because I watched the BBC feed. Hold and on, I know she says I'm not going to watch that until hold I've read on, it. I hold think it was, on, I think it was hold decent. On. Well, I wouldn't know because I've not read the book, would I? One <laughs> pod, please. Um, Harry, can you repeat that, please? Cause I think no, I was going to say if you're, if you're all about you know, black books and stuff like that. Or just books in general. Books it mostly lit in it. That's a good podcast. Mostly lit podcast, yeah. They talk about. Anyway, go on. Do so you think go, what, go is, on. That, is that black literature? No, it's all literature. Oh, it's all literature. But but obviously, because they're a black podcast. Because they're black, they're yeah. Black yeah. Well. Didn't he write a book? That other, Derek, do you? Um, I don't know if Derek is still with mostly lit, but, but he, he wrote has a book, written a book called Safe, which is, he's well, it's, he's written it, he's edited a book called Safe, and he's also got a book of poetry out. Yeah. Anyway, Tunde, what were you going to say? No, so it was literally just to celebrate the fact that I, I, in all of the doom and gloom, I think it's amazing that a story like Noughts and Crosses that is so, so racially charged mm. is actually being made and it's not a BBC Three show. Like this, was uh, it ITV One? Or was it BBC One? It's no, BBC One. This is BBC One. Prime time. Yeah, it's also an interracial nine, love story, which makes it... 9pm. Which, which cushions the blow, let's be honest. Yeah, and it's also like kind of using the master... To, anyway, doesn't matter. Shout out to Noughts and Crosses. That's what I No, I'm not, I'm not... You know you guys know I love Noughts and Crosses. I love Marilyn. I love But I'm too. saying that part of the reason it, it's, uh, it, that it, it's okay it is because it's an interracial love story. Come on, we know that. If it was a, if it was, if it was a black love story with a militancy... If the, if the noughts and crosses, if there was no love story in that, and if it was just literally a black couple uh, or a white couple, I, I feel like it wouldn't have the same. It probably wouldn't have the, se- wouldn't have the same impact, be... and it also wouldn't be wouldn't have been received in the same way, which is completely understandable. Because but I think you it would have been to... a completely different message. Yeah, it would have been a completely yeah, different, different message. Story. But I'm just saying that part, the reason why the whole thing about the society being the other way around works is because within that upside down society, there is a love that crosses. The racial boundaries. I think it would just be yeah. interesting to see how they play it out. Mm. I, I just remember, I, 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 I didn't think I loved the book as a, as a, as a story. I loved it as a concept. Like how cool. much that is that played up. Gets played. Yeah. 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 Or down, like just the general, the general approach to it is going to be quite interesting. But I also think we've got to remember that that was a very important part of the story as well. Yeah, of course it was. It's, it's, it's the story isn't the same without, like it is yeah. a story, essentially, yeah. to be honest. Like, um but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be quite interesting i love the fact that they're all like dark skin i think the casting well it has to kind of be for the, the it doesn't work otherwise the, the book doesn't message, work yeah because the book is like remember the child of of the two oh i'm gonna I'm say, spoiler alert if you haven't read the book but the child is obviously going to be mixed race yeah so then it wouldn't make sense to cast no, no, I mean, it, really? we've still seen casting. Yeah, we've still seen that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Are you, like, I don't know where you're coming to me with logic. I feel like I trust Mallory Blackman enough that she wouldn't allow... Do I? I don't know. Yeah, that I, from what I know of her, that she wouldn't allow such... She wouldn't allow it to be ridiculous, like, like that. Because it wouldn't yeah, make sense but the story. regardless of what she would and wouldn't allow, it's like, true, the BBC, fact is, BBC. this is big, big BBC. Yeah, it's mm. true. And shout, just shout out to... I just hope that everyone just gives her flowers now if you're a black parent 
try and give your kid at least one Mary Blackburn book. You won't mm, regret definitely. it. Mm. And also, I hope that we judge a month. We judge her because um, I've just seen recently, like with a lot of black films that have come out and stuff like that. I think we should critique black art, but I do sometimes feel like we critique it like way more harshly. Then we do white art in a way that doesn't kind of give allowance to the fact that in a way we're kind of just starting out and that there's like not a massive amount of stories. Do you yeah, see what I mean? Yeah, so, so I, a little bit. Because I think mm, with, with this no. one, with this one in particular, it's for me, the, what I'm predicting is people who never knew what it was about are going to tune in and are going to treat it as, oh, look, it's just the BBC again, trying to flood our screens with interracial Oh, my gosh, I'm opening a Twitter. It, and it's going to come? I'm That'll be one part. I'm taking Friday off. My other, my other worry is that they actually downplay the racial power structure element of it. Because, yeah. because that, for me, like was one of the first things that really opened my mind, my, opened my eyes to yeah. racism as yeah. a structure. Yeah, yeah. Mm, but one thing I am I also worried about is that in the book Noughts and Crosses, from what I understand, it, was, it wasn't it was an exact reflection of modern times. So it was a bit more... Yeah, it, it was, was, it was almost colonial. It was almost colonial, just colonial how, like segregation times. Yeah. And what I'm worried about is that it will lose its impact because people will say... Yeah, they're trying to like act that. like it's like that, but that's not how it is now. That's like something yeah. that was like 50 years ago. And I actually think it would have way more impact if, it's, they, if it's they did it a an lot exact, more. And almost an exact replica of how it is now. Yeah, they so, like, do that, an though. all black, so a majority black, where there are a few black people maybe in positions of power, but actually the vast majority of cleaners and people in like white people, low yeah. service jobs were white people. I think that would actually be a lot more poignant because it would actually show things exactly how they are now, but mm. flipped. And that's what white people really need to see, like how it is flipped, but not how it is, was. In that like, is what it is. No, no, no I'm it's saying in, it's... In the, the way they... In, in the book, it is a lot more blatant where it's like what, there's white schools and black schools and... Yeah, it's like segregation. Yeah. And, it and that's not how it is now. What they need to do is, do it. for example, if you oh, go to an inner city school... it integrated, but, but actually still have the, show the structure. it's all systemic. Yeah, because exactly. you yeah. see now, if you go to a lot of schools in London, it is on almost all black schools, but there are white kids. Yeah. yeah. Or if you go into, for example, if you go to the hospitals where I work at, the vast majority of doctors, even in a majority black neighbourhood or 50% black neighbourhood, the vast majority of the doctors are white. The nurses, the nurses are black. All the cleaners are black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. even though there are dotted around like a couple of black doctors, the power structure is still very clear and obvious to me because it's like black people are not making it past those certain, those certain levels apart from a few of us. Yeah. And that's actually a, a much more of a start. Like if they set something like that in Lucian and then looked at how things are structured, for example, or mm. in Peckham or mm. Hackney or somewhere like that, that would be a very like stark way of showing white people exactly how it really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think like you say... Mirroring it, mirroring it in such a way where you start to see some of the white CEOs are starting to get positions and like they they overly highlight in mm -hmm. media snippets or little things in screens you see oh another white CEO has suddenly uh, been yeah the promoted. first white another, CEO is so yeah. yeah but then you see the lives of an everyday regular white family yeah and the struggles they go through like, I mm. I think if they have the bravery to do that, mm. it will probably be impactful. That's what I think. I worry that they won't. It, they're, they're not going to do that. And that's what I'm saying. And I don't think. And 
I just don't want to ruin my viewing experience with all of your negativity. It's not negativity. About what you wish they would have done. Let's see what they do first. I'm just I'm just aware of the the confines and the constraints of of as of a black creator doing something within a white dominated space and what they can and can't do and what is likely to happen. I'm not saying what and I'm saying even if they don't do it how I would maybe prefer. I'm still going to enjoy it because I'm still enjoying the fact that Mary Blackman's getting her shine and getting her book on BBC. So yeah. it's still going to be a great. Also enjoy it as a viewing experience, not just because Arnie's getting her accolade. No, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I'll still enjoy it as a viewing viewing experience. I think it, I love the book, so I'm still going to like it regardless. For example, I enjoyed the story of Hidden Figures. I know that Hidden Figures was adapted to make it more palatable to white viewers, mm-hmm. but I still enjoyed it. But I still enjoyed the movie. Do you do you also still in still enjoy buying or maybe you will enjoy buying plasters from Tesco's now they're in your skin tone even though you know <laughs> that it was just so they can get your coin. That was a segue, by the way. Oh I see. Needs work. <laughs> 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 uh yeah, okay, so I suppose what Buttons was trying to do there was introduce the topic of, uh, I suppose, the the <laughs> small small high and the very, very low lows of people responding to Tesco's uh, finally bringing out a range of skin-toned plasters um, and getting some... Getting influences. A lot, I think getting a lot of kudos for it. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It, I think it was collective, though, At right? First. The the challenge was that the majority of the advertising for it was with black influencers. Yeah. And so suddenly it becomes less of a look at this thing that we're doing for everyone, and the benefit of everyone just being able to have nude coloured uh, plasters to. Oh, it's another thing that they've done to erase white people. <laughs> that Seriously? was not a hot date. This, no, this is literally this is literally what white people said on Twitter. They were like, "It's just a plaza, for goodness' sake. Why do you have to make it politically correct?" And I was just like, <laughs> "But why would that?" And this is what I mean when I say when I say like they're intentionally stupid. Sometimes I sometimes personally that I find fascinating. Like I find that a fascinating position to take because if you presented this situation to me and said, come up with the wildest hot take, never in my wildest dreams could I have conjured up something <laughs> so <laughs> ignorant. Yeah. That's what I was, like, so good. to me, honestly, it's fast. Your mind fascinates me or lack thereof. There you go. And, and you think but it's, why would, somebody having something that is beneficial for them and suits them bother you i don't understand because it's the erasure it's, it's the erasure today. of white people no. suddenly it's not okay it's not acceptable to be white anymore right what? that is what that is what they're telling us like the the fake bbc the fake news media all of them everything everywhere you see now right it's i i used to live <laughs> i used to live in a majority white village and i'm not racist not but racist. I'm not racist, but every advert you see now, 
right? We'll have a we'll have an interracial couple on it. Like like that's not what our that's not what we look like. You know what I mean? I think I think these days it's actually not all right. It's not all right to they be. They do have a point that is vastly overrepresented in the media, though. It is. Come on. Oh, I did see that. I read something about that this it, week, it, it and I a, was like, "This is mad." Especially because I feel like they don't ever show black people as a couple. And and, and I know people say that I'm sounding like that, but it's, the truth is, when do you see like two black people, two dark skin black I people as a couple? I think that is that is a whole subject. That's a whole different That's thing. But topic. I'm just saying, as as a, as a point, they kind of have a point there about that. So. But that's not the point that's not the they're point. making. No, it's not the point they're making. Because if they were making that point, they wouldn't even say that because they would already have known the original point, which is that black people in general are underrepresented. Represented. No, their, <laughs> po- their point is just that they're fed up with seeing black people on their screen, which is, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, oh, that's nice. That was my immediate response to the plasters. That's that's nice. Good on you. I didn't really feel like it warranted the like. It's not standing ovation worthy. Absolutely not. In no. my view, who even buys plasters? But do like, <laughs> we actually use them? But I haven't bought plaster in ages. I'm not gonna lie. Is that when, I, when I do? I line. just buy the regular white people's plasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I buy the plasters for blue people. Love. Yeah. I like, I like the blue people plasters. Yeah. It'll take um, a lot for me to draw I for just, a plaster in the beginning, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just think it, like, the way that, <sighs> it's, it's a difficult one because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, that's nice. That's it. That's my reaction. That's, that's the end of my TED talk. That's it. Yeah. The way that everybody was going on, the campaign I thought was good. Yes. The the that that was a great I didn't piece see of the marketing. Campaign, that was a great piece of marketing. It said, oh, what did it say? Blood, blood, something. Or well, everyone bleeds red or something. Please no. It was better than it was that. Better, better. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. She's I just, so basic. Everyone bleeds red. But your plasters are all the same colour, isn't it? Do. <laughs> See, this is why you don't work. It's a win for black people, guys. It's a win for black people. I'm sure that was high on our list. I feel like, um, yeah, good for Tesco's, but not... Mm. Ultimately not. Because I feel like it, they, it would have been better. It said about bloody time. You know what? It wasn't worth the wait. Uh, it, uh, yeah. it was the actual poster. So they had a load of um, these. But that's even kind off, because no where you can see the um, the plaster being used to cover up the word bloody on uh, black skin. Okay. So basically. But do you I know why it don't make sense? Cam- because we've not been sitting around waiting for flesh-coloured plasters. So it's not about time. Do you know what I've been waiting for? I want Tesco to lower the price of Aki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trust. Yeah. That is a win for black people. Oh my. And no, but no, we have to see this like for, for the kids, though. We have to think about the, 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 the kids, though. For the youth, them. For the youth, them. How? I, I think like, they grow up and they say, yo. Do you like, think they care? Mask- no, but they don't. The reason they probably don't care is because they never experienced it. So, there are certain things I understand. Having the right shade of foundation, I get that. Being able to see yourself on the TV screen, on the movie screen, and believe that you can be something. I get that. Having nude colored clothing 
So particularly bras and underwear and that. Tights. I get that. Tights, I get that. A plaster. For all so I, think, I think you cannot, I think there is a, there is a role. There is, it is, it, it is not significant, but it is important. I think for young kids, if you are presenting something in one way, I think it's important for that to be presented in an inclusive way. And the fact of the matter is that plasters are presented as flesh colored. From a very early age, you learn that a pink mm. plaster is flesh colored. I don't know about that. That is a confusing, yeah, right. that is a confusing right. narrative yeah, to have in you the world really? to have exist I never, I never to have thought trained. of plasters as all oh, they're supposed to be the skin. I just, I yeah that's because you don't have, have, you don't have white skin that's yeah. why yeah. but I never felt skin. like oh wait oh, why doesn't this match me no because like, yeah, you wouldn't yeah, because, because it's, it's, never introduced it's, it's subtle you. my brother it's subtle, my brother. If it's so subtle, I missed it. It's obviously not important, is it? No, that's not true. But I also think that's that your, I also true. think that your that experience growing up nah. in a very pro-black household and having a very pro-black that existence. Pro-black wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just realised what she said. Can we go back to what she said? If it's so subtle that I missed it, then it really doesn't matter. Would yeah, you like to take that back? I no. think you should. Take you wouldn't like back. to take that back. <laughs> no. She was saying if I didn't, if I, I didn't realize that I was colorist because society was, it was so you subtle. You're definitely stretching what I said. No, 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 no. 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 What? Yeah. That's the whole reason no, of everything. About the need. If the need for me to have a flesh colored plaster was so subtle that I didn't realize I needed it, did I really need it? If the need for me to not be racist, no, sexist, because you're talking about a negative. No, okay, character. give me for example the need to have um, foundations that match your undertone. Like, now, in, no, like a need, an essential. Impact. Yeah, but like twenty-five. If you ask my mum, that was not something. To be she, fair, if you ask me, I'd even struggle. Yeah, you'd be What's like, your undertone. Yeah, like you struggle, but once you real, once you find one that matches yeah. your undertone, you're like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, have you had that reaction to the pluses though? Huh? No, but you no. no it's but not, it's not, say, it's not saying, saying that. I might try it. For example, say you've got a massive, you've got a cut like on your hand, yeah. and like the the, the, the flesh, which is white flesh colored pluses, is very obvious. Very but obvious, I might, yeah. I might be like, say you're someone who's conscious about their appearance, or you're going on a date or something, and you just find, and then you just use that that flesh colored plaster that matches your skin, and you're just like. Well, hot diggity damn! Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I just no. I what, actually, what I guess what buttons are saying is, and I agree with it is that it's not. We're not saying it's a massive. It's not a massive deal. But we're saying subtly there was a lot of reinforcements of white supremacy everywhere that yeah. white people are default. Yeah. So anything that says actually no white people, you're I think the default. It is important to Your challenge the, def- yeah. the default option. Like even yeah. when when um, where was I? And I um. I was like, oh, I'm looking for a sort of like light pink colored shoe. And she was like, oh, you're looking for a nude. And I was like, no, I'm not looking for a chocolate shoe. I'm looking for a pink shoe. And literally she was like, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. That's what, what is we're it? challenging. We're cha- yeah. It's challenging the, the baseline. The baseline for nude and flesh has been white for so long. Yeah. So while mm. it might seem like a... Really trivial, insignificant thing, which I too think it is a bit like plasters. To be honest, when did I even buy it? One before, it's Never important. 
it's, it's, it is important because yeah. there is a to child. The child might not have been you. That might not have been your lived experience, but it was enough people's lived experience. It might experience. be a mixed race child living in Glasgow who's literally in a family where they might be the only mixed race person mm. and everyone else uses the plasters and the plasters doesn't match their skin colour. And yeah. that to them is a reminder of the fact that they're not the same as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's, it's something as simple as that. It's as simple as that child also going to like Sainsbury's or whatever and not being able to buy anything from the hair product aisle. Yeah. And, and I, I, think, I think the final thing that we really need to say is if we had had these plasters back in the early 2000s, we never would have seen that one on Nelly's face. So... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the real lesson you're mm. right Nelly could have had no, that whole phrase without us that. ever knowing that he was wearing wow. it wow and that would have ruined his whole brand who knows he might not have made it he might not have made it never would have made it <laughs> but I think that is Never I mean, would have made it. No, never. no, we're not saving it. No, no, not not. We're, <laughs> we're not, not doing that. No, we're not. We're also not doing the Justin Bieber version. That's not Justin Bieber. There's no, Justin that was the Kanye version. Oh, that was the Kanye version. Is it? No, there, there was, oh, there was, a, there was a, a beat. There was a beat before where okay. everyone was going. Up. Never, 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 never. I'm a, I'm a stop you in your tracks. Oh my gosh, guys! Did you go Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon does the plaster thing too. Sorry, and on that, that note. definite note, yeah. I think that is all of the time we have had. No, no, no. That, you missed it. Sorry. The last thing we need to do. What do we need to do? We just need to, we need to make it clear. Jamaica 50 thing is still happening. It's still going on. Oh, of course. Still, so yeah. please Sorry, I'm African. The, I, I, I you don't care, right? Yeah. But yeah, sign, sign the petitions <laughs> um, when you see them going around. But there are... Um, it happened last year. It's happened again this year. If you see any protests, please go on them. The Jamaica 50, they're still deporting people back to Jamaica um, without any sort of due kind of process because, they're, you know, they're saying they're foreign criminals. So they have this um, instant right to deport them, which is basically like saying we can punish you by putting you in jail for the length of your sen- sentence and, and then, then again compound that by deporting you. So mm-hmm. it would be different. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these people, I think one of them is like, he was like 21 or 22. And so, and he was, he, I think he got done for dangerous driving. So I think it's a dangerous precedent that the government are setting yeah. when they're deporting young um, black boys. There was, I just read this story. Um, where was it? Uh, I think it was in, yeah. So Lionel Shaw so a man was left in a cell in excruciating agony for four days with a broken ankle after home office contractors involved in a deportation charter flight were too busy to take him to hospital. So Lionel Shaw is a partially blind and partially deaf Jamaican man who has lived in the UK for 18 years, arriving in Britain um, at the age of 15. He was arrested and placed in Hammonds- Harmonsworth Immigration Removal Centre near Heathrow. Um, the home office planned to deport him to Jamaica for overstaying. He has no criminal convictions. Um, on Monday, he slipped on a wet floor and fell to the ground. Um, medical notes state that there was no injuries or bleeding observed. Um, it's basically, there's a whole bunch of like medical notes that were left, but basically he like, he slipped and they basically didn't like help him out. So he was left in, in bed in his cell for four days. He couldn't move, he couldn't wash or change his clothes because the pain was so terrible. He had to rely on urine bottles and food other detainees brought to his cell and he couldn't walk to go and press the bell to get assistance. Um, but now they've finally brought him to hospital. So these are the kind of inhumane things that people, like, that's mm. being done. So um, there's a, p- a position going around to free him from detention and to ensure that he gets um, appropriate medical um, conditions. So 
you know, under Pretty Patel, who we know is a self-hating um, person and basically said that she would deport her own parents her own parents under her under her immigration laws her parents would go and she was like yeah sure fine there was a fantastic article actually written by um a british agent about why the current conservative government ha- is has has so many i guess proportionally indian people represented in it and it talks about how i think Pretty Patel and the other two people are um ugandan tanzanian and kenyan indian and how that whole culture in the the whole his, history, history around them coming into England and how those values that they brought with them and what the function of, in, of Asian people in East African countries under colonialism was contributes to why they feel so comfortable as Tories. It's in The Guardian. It's a very, I can't remember what the title of the article is, but just search it. It's a very good article. And I think I joked at the start of this about, you know, as an African not caring, but it's incredibly important, in my opinion, for... Africans as well to start speaking up on this. I know that there's plenty of us talking in our circles, but we need to get louder, get more involved, because realistically, it will, it will ultimately affect you guys. Yeah, well. realistically, I don't think it's a long jump. No, if not. if they move on from Jamaicans to Nigerians, it takes it takes no effort, no amount of imagination for them to go right next set. Yeah, and we like like not we said in the pre- any country in West Africa. Sorry to everybody else. But they are, like we, like we said, the the feeling of being threatened and that whiteness is suddenly an endangered characteristic is just all the more reason why it would be easier for them to morally justify doing nothing, whether it's Jamaicans, whether it is. Caribbeans in general, whether it is Nigerians, any other type of African, the more they see their whiteness as being under threat, the more anything that is remotely different is seen as that threat. So we need to be ready to back, speak up and back all all of the people who need it and fight against what is clearly an immoral... Yeah. Uh, policy. And can I just say also? Solidarity. Yep. And can I just say, I know you lot love to believe woke Twitter when they write all these threads and all these different things, but I, it was mad silence on this thing, mad silence on the Jamaica 50, and they weren't at the protest. So I don't know where what all mean, their workings was there. It's quite a blanket statement. They weren't at the protest. The people that chat the most, they weren't there. Maybe they're, they're, maybe they're doing other things. Yeah, maybe. But I didn't see the I didn't see the Twitter threads about it either. So Maybe where was that? Working for self care. Whoop. I I do think that's an important I do think that is an important topic to end on. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So let me just let got- me just make it clear what the law apparently the law is. So the Home Office says that everyone being deported is under serious is a serious criminal and under the UK Borders Act 2007, if you're a foreign national who can, who's convicted of an offence receiving a custodial sentence of 12 months or more must be deported. However, one of the constituents of Dawn Butler, shout out to her, um, she has a husband who was due to be deported in six days, who she claims isn't a serious offender. He was convicted under the now unlawful joint enterprise rule. He was released after just two months. So this whole thing of like, oh, everyone is a, is a dangerous criminal. 
it's not true. That's the that's the thing. And obviously, I'm not saying manslaughter, rape, and all these things are fine. But I don't think the law should be that. You if you're, if you're yeah, well, I I firstly yeah. think the whole thing of oh, if you're a foreign national, if you commit a crime of X amount, you're deported. Some of these people have come here not when they're like it'd be different. I think maybe if you come here when you're like forty or something. Even, you're a grown person. Twenty-one, right? If you come yeah, you, you're a grown person. Okay. You come here. You come here as a grown person. You make your own decision to do crime, and you get sent back. That's mm-hmm. different to like people who've come here when they're a child. Yeah. So really, this is Just all they know. You're literally deporting people and sending them back to something they don't know. They don't know Jamaica because they don't know no one from there. Yeah. And that's the same thing that was happening with the Windrush generation. When you're deporting them back, because remember, people that are saying, "Well, it's a bit more dif- it's difficult." They've made mistakes before under this like people acting like the government is like so I don't know diligent no they make mistakes they made mistakes with the Windrush thing they deported people then they died and were like oh wait what sorry wrong person yeah it's true they make mistakes all the time and so that's why I'm saying when people aren't speak and when I say this I'm not saying this to cuss people that are saying things and doing things to the community I'm not saying I'm saying like we have to have this energy and be on these processes and do these things because at the end of the day this is they're starting it with this now you don't know where this thing is gonna. You don't know where this thing is gonna end up, especially with all this, like the rise of the far right in the world. Like yeah. you guys need to wake up and actually understand what's happening. This is not just a little, um, oh, people just about Brexit and they like Boris. No, people are become like the far right are having a field day all over the world, mm. India, Brazil, everywhere. And it's important that we stand in solidarity as people. We have to because it's literally for our own safety. Like you don't don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Appreciate that. Told you I was leading you a lot to feed him. No, I'm joking. <laughs> amen, but amen. But yeah. Lead it. But no, um, I think that is, yeah, that is that is us it's for today. It's a long episode, sorry guys. Like, I'm going to have to cut, yeah, cut bits out. Probably no. cut out my bit about them. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. just talk about your edit notes. Go on, talk about all the things that you want to cut out. You know what I mean? Before we sorry. get to the end. Um, so let's wrap it up. <laughs> It has been a pleasure and an honour, as always. The five are back. It's nice. Yeah, I know, right? This is very rare for us to have the full the five. Famous five. Um, they have a theme tune. Stop it. Sure. We already have a theme tune. It's okay. Uh, famous five, back in the room. It's been an honour and a pleasure to lead you. I have been Tunde. You can catch me at TFTP underscore Tunde on Instagram and Twitter. Fence sitting at all times. Yeah, you know, sometimes I jump off the fence, <laughs> but it's comfortable. Racism is wrong. With me, I have had at Plantation Tales. Obviously, the podcast is everywhere. You can find it at Tales and Plantation on Instagram, um, at Plantation Tales on Twitter, Facebook Tales and Plantation. Everybody can get good podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're everywhere, mate. And oh, I don't care about the rest of them. You don't heard them at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Tells the plantation episode twenty six. We out. Yeah.